everybody, and welcome to episode 491 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas, coming to you from the Mikey Cox Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you wanted to be the Your Cox Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time and join us at the $20 level. Who's joining me now? Uh, stay sucker free and keep the busters off your jock. Chris Antista, R.I.P. Coolio. And Indeed. yeah, just living in that gangsta's paradise, Matthew mm-hmm. Allen. And special guest. Hi, I'm Steve Guntley, and I'm like the 11th or 12th best at what I do, but what I do isn't very nice. Damn, that is <laughs> hey, a good, good that's pull. That's nice, what we're talking about. Nice. Wait, did Coolio uh, die? Is this how I find out? Coolio I, I, yes, Coolio like, that's, I that's, just that's... learned this from Weird Al Yankovic on Twitter. This wow. Is, that's that's wow. the crazy-ass world we live in. I just learned that Coolio Wait, died from didn't they Oh, man, Coolio Was that the died. one guy he feuded with? Or... No, who was he it that feuded, and then there, there's a great quote. You'll probably see it circulating on social media uh, pretty for you know the rest of this week. But uh, somebody asked him about it a couple years later, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, we're totally cool. I was a total yep. idiot for like beefing with him over that. Like, I wish I had better reps who were telling me to just like go with this because that song is hilarious weird al's a great guy i have no issue with him yep and, and it benefits your song typically when he is yeah mm-hmm. your song so yeah yeah the, the most surprising thing to me in addition to he i mean he died young so rest in peace 59 is, is 59. pretty young in my book but like I yeah mean, the, surprising that coolio was 59 that made like, me take that's a like a podcast back. career away for me and like oh boy <laughs> localizing it <laughs> Steve, where can people find you? Uh, well, you can find me uh, at uh, Ultra Sixty Four Podcast on Twitter. You can find uh, uh, we have episodes of We Universe still going on. We got about two months left before that show concludes, uh, so we have been uh, working really hard getting that together. Uh, you could also hear me uh, semi regularly on uh, the Laser Time Patreon feed, uh, talking about eighties movies with uh, Chris and Jr. and Diana and Jared and. Uh, having a bunch of fun You're there. Talking about, and, and uh, as voted by the community on Facebook, The Last Unicorn, one of my favorite movies I never thought would win that poll. A wild poll, a wild poll, but uh, that was really entertaining to get to watch that movie for the first time. So, uh, yeah. Real quick question. Um, has your... This is the second version of the of the podcast, right? Because you guys originally yes. played through every N sixty four game. Have you now lasted longer than the life cycle of the Wii U? They're <laughs> like about that Wii... version of the show. We're we're almost getting there. Yeah, if we combine both versions of the show, we are almost getting there. Because the Wii U was like what a four year wonder, uh, if that. Uh, like, that's pretty generous. Like that. Really, like two active years. I mean, two I mean, active it's, it's years. Swan Song was Breath of the Wild in twenty seventeen. Like that was yeah, the huge yeah, game yeah. Released for it. Yeah, so it, you know that that yeah that was five years then. That's that's a that's a respectable yeah. So we're 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 at uh, we're coming up on six years now. So we're we're almost eclipsing it. Yeah, and then that's yeah. that's all the stuff that's happening dynamically. And I just I, I did want to say something very fast. Um, yes. Thank you to everyone who expressed uh, uh, support or well wishes because of Hurricane Ian. As of forty eight hours ago from this recording, that was headed directly towards me. And 48 hours later, it is not. And it is, uh, you know, already devastated Cuba. And I think as we speak is like about to hit Orlando as we're recording. And, uh, you know, I, I hearts go out, blah, blah, blah. But like, I have a ton of family and friends in this area. And I haven't seen this many people have to mark themselves safe since like the wildfires of Northern California. And um, mm. yeah, just, you know, stay safe, everyone. Perhaps donate to a... a I just I have to imagine there's going to be a lot of devastation in that area for a while. And uh, thanks for everyone to giving a shout out to me. I'm fine, but but I, I will say, listen closely to this podcast because we're I, I'm 
I, I, you guys I know have never been through a hurricane. Like, none of you, right? No. No. Um, no. I'm hundreds of miles of way, away. You can feel it. And you can hear it. Um, it, yeah. it. You will hear something, I guarantee you, during the show that is off-putting from a hurricane that is hundreds of miles away and reach category two status. Um, Jesus. Well, I, yeah, I learned I learned something with this one because for some reason this is getting way more coverage than any other hurricane I've seen. And again, thoughts, thoughts go out to you if you got affected by this. But it's like, they were like, well, it's not quite category five yet. But they're like, yeah, but the cutoff is 157 miles per hour. This yeah. is 155. Yep. So it's like, Ooh, it's yeah. two, if you're two miles per hour away from category five, you're, you're a cat five. That's you know? the it's, most hurricane, you know, for now. Yeah, right. and and, yes, and it's yes, it, it, yes. not to bore everybody, but like the way hurricanes tend to arc around Florida's dick, like Central Florida's on the Gulf side is not used to being hit. But if you heard my story last week, I can confirm the Gulf is a little cold, so hopefully it's not. It didn't gasoline the hurricane too much, like warm water tends to. Um, yeah, climate yeah. change is real, and don't vote for any candidates who um, pretend it's, it isn't. So. Fuck yeah. Into your political statement. Hi, Michael. Video games. Hi, video games. Nerdy uh, stuff. What happened this week? So we we had we were going through like a couple ideas for this week's top five, and then Matt was like, hey, what about all these Deadpool promos that are coming out? There was just a great one released today with Hugh Jackman no longer being a huge jacked man. <laughs> I keep expecting Play a clip. Hi. Hi. How are you? You have questions. Yes. I, I had a lot of questions. I'm sure you had a lot of questions, but rest assured, we're going to answer them right now. Like, for example, how is Wolverine alive yeah. after Logan? Logan uh, takes place in 2029. Mm-hmm. Totally separate thing. Mm-hmm. Logan died in Logan. Not touching that. What actually happens in our film is these two... <laughs> And the song plays while they pantomime a bunch of stuff. And I I have a feeling they they wanted to license Never Gonna Give You Up, but (laughs) Gasly would not. He he hates that. But that that wasn't the best promo. The best one is like where he's he's like, you know, I've been thinking of how to get Deadpool in the MCU. No no ideas, but Hugh Jackman's in the background of my apartment. So Yeah, he goes, Hugh, you want to come back to be Wolverine? He's like, yeah, "Yeah, whatever, Ryan. Like, that's the announcement. (laughs) I I sort of expected something like that because... They both appear adorably together in their social media campaigns for their awful respective booze brands. Um, yes. And, and, and yes, you can see some aviation gin in the fucking Deadpool plug. I have so much to say about this, and I don't know that Video Game Apocalypse is the right place. But, like, I'm glad they if they put out a video like that, I'm glad it was the day after the announcement. Because, like, the biggest tease is, like, this is, like, two fucking years. Two years. This is two years away. Yeah, 2024. And, and, and I think if you're a MCU fan or slash Marvel fan, you're dying to know how the X-Men are going to be incorporated into the Marvel Universe. And this yeah. is, other than some stuff we've seen semi-recently, which which to me was pretty terrible, in my opinion. Uh, no offense to uh, Miss Marvel and Doctor Strange. No one's obligated to information regarding fictional characters in the MCU. I get it. I am. I know, but but I mean, like, aren't isn't everybody dying to see how Marvel will incorporate this massive, massive missing piece into the MCU? Yes. And they keep trickling like it's it's now been three times where it's like, are we doing it? 
uh, with a Quicksilver <laughs> or Doctor Strange or are we not? And then like, and then it's like Wolverine is we're we're doing a thing on Wolverine here because Wolverine was like one of my gateways in the comics um, because the Fantastic or the the X Men were huge in the yeah. uh, in the nineties when I was getting into comics. They were the, the biggest thing ever. And Wolverine was the biggest member of the X-Men. And not recasting him, I there's something that, that like I don't like about that. Um, like they 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 kind of try to joke it off in the teaser trailer uh, with with Ryan Reynolds just saying like we have no new ideas and then bringing out Wolverine like they're they're acknowledging what they're doing, mm. but at the same time it does feel like they're in this impossible position of like we have this guy who has played this character like for 20 years yeah, now, I, I, 22 years. I also kind of perfect at it. And, yeah. you know, so it's this really unenviable task. of I, like, I'm not dying to see anyone it. else's Wolverine either. I just want to get this started. And then something happened this year, a little movie called Top Gun Maverick. And the thesis of that movie is that old guys are cool again. Uh, <laughs> old guys, you are actually not going to die. Just you are not aging. You can continue kicking ass well into your 60s, and fuck you if you don't yeah. think so. You can be so in your 60s that's... and still be in your 20s. It's fine. Exactly, <laughs> and I think that's kind of informing this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, the Logan felt like such a, a swan song. It was such like a, uh, uh, you know, he played... That, that's the most exhausted acting you'll ever see a human being do, <laughs> is Hugh Jackman playing Logan in Logan. And... <laughs> I love that. So I saw that. Feel... Everybody, everybody, Google uh, or go to YouTube and look for Hugh Jackman ADR. And there's a, yes. a, a clip of him behind the scenes, just like recording, huffing and grunting over a scene of like Logan running through. He's, he's like, and he's, like some dudes. he's like sprinting in place. Like I've yep. never yes. done that before. Yeah, it's so. Would intense. you say he was doing Logan's run? Oh, stop it! <laughs> oh, hey, but, but that's, in the podcast know, now. It's, it's, it's it comics. Now. They've introduced the concept of the multiverse. I just really wanted to see the X Men hit the ground running. And what? But I'm saying this as an optimistic Marvel nerd. Since it is two years away, we'll probably know more about how the X Men and mutants fit into the MCU by that point, and what's happening with the multiverse and Kang. I don't. If Hugh Jackman's there, that means, like, now your Wolverine is really expensive. He's one of the most important yeah. Marvel characters there is. I'm I'm increasingly worried that they are spending a lot of time and money, you know, building up this multiverse stuff, and it's all just going to be a point where, like, a portal opens up and Wolverine steps through it. There. That's what I predicted it. would happen in Infinity War, and it didn't. Yeah, all all this build yeah. up for for what happens when Japanese game characters cross over. It just a portal opens up and they step into a different dimension. I, I saw yeah. Samuel Moon posted it on uh, the latest time Facebook, but like if if you read Secret Wars, like Secret, they've already announced the Secret Wars movie. That is yeah. likely where they end up rebooting the Marvel universe, and not unlike they do in comics. Like this is a new creative team. Mm-hmm. These people will have different costumes, different looks, which is essentially the same as a different actor. And all that stuff. I just sort of wanted to see. I, yeah, what I, I, I've never been so teased, and it's two years out, and I was kind of annoyed by that last video. But at least they did it the day after, and not months after, because that would have yeah. been like kind of a poke in the eye. Uh, it, what they're doing is objectively adorable, but Wolverine is so fucking important to me. When when I oh, yeah. first got into yeah. comics, yeah. I got in through. Spider-Man and Batman got into uh, or, or Batman and Superman 
got into Spider-Man and Fantastic Four, and that moment, that zeitgeist I lived in, is headed up by Wolverine. And I think that's evident from the games we played back then and the games we still play. Wolverine is super important yep. to video games. Well, to yeah. tie this to that news back to video games, it made me wonder when I saw that and they, they said 2024, I'm like, I wonder if that means that Insomniac game is targeting 2024. Because if I'm mm. Sony and I'm working I'm on a Wolverine game, I'm trying to align it with some big Wolverine type event. And uh, they would have known, you know, behind the scenes stuff, I'm sure they would have known about the inclusion in Deadpool in, in advance. So it, it makes, it gives me hope. I'm like, well, hopefully that means that yeah, Insomniac with, with game. With Marvel, is, is I'm coming. not sure that you would. Because the weird thing about it, Marvel has, has largely eschewed consoles for the last 10 years. And the big Marvel game that came out that we may all remember, for better or for worse, is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, where they removed the X-Men. And then when mm-hmm. Nintendo announced an exclusive Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and had Wolverine on the cover, it's like, holy shit. That was a message that, like... This is back. Like, what you think of as Marvel is fucking back. That was a message. Disney likes to make money. Well, but, yep. yes. but not that. It was like, it was after the <laughs> Fox buyout. But like, Wolverine in the Marvel Universe in games again is okay. And in reality, because we're console gamers primarily, Wolverine was kind of only not in one ensemble Marvel game. <laughs> it, it is weird how they've been dancing around it. They haven't gone full... Knuckles deep with the claw. They just get the tip of the claw in there. Just a little bit of a tease. No, but like, as a massive X-Men there. fan, Kevin Feige gets up on stage and like, here's our slate for the next three years. And like, you fucking own the X-Men! Uh, Quicksilver was in <laughs> WandaVision two years ago. What the fuck is going on? Don't slowly introduce this. to uh, Kids aren't going to care if you slowly introduce this. Fox made like 12 X-Men movies in three yeah, years. Like, I mean, fuck? come on. Give me. I, I'm sorry. I hate to sound angry for something that is really joyous news i love hugh jackman and, and hugh jackman the only character who's consistent they because they've rebooted the x-men they have the different time warps and different mm-hmm. they characters have playing but th- shit. there's that caveat yeah. if you're like me and you really want to know how the x-men fit into the new mcu the worst way to do that is announce them in a fourth wall breaking deadpool movie it's exactly it's similar it's similar to the way where they're introducing uh mr fantastic and professor x in an alternate dimension yes. so it's like all right we're giving this to you nerds it doesn't but guess count. what this yeah, doesn't, doesn't count, count. like you we're, got we're what not, you wanted you know, but it doesn't this, count and then it's another we're, we're kind of floating this out here you like krasinski no no all right we'll recast no worries it, it doesn't mean, count there's already an x-men in deadpool movies like colossus is an x-man right yeah like, do they just say he's yeah, not I don't know. yeah, yeah. Deadpool was always Fox, so it was always like the all of the X Men are in Deadpool right. too for one great. So yeah, yeah the next know. Deadpool is MCU. But the next, the only thing carrying over from the Fox universe is Deadpool, and that's appropriate and that can work, and that's what Deadpool does is break the fourth wall, blah 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 blah. And of course, there's still the big question of like. What is this MCU Deadpool going to look like? Like, you know, like, is it still going to be R-rated edgelordy like it was the first two? Or are they going to kind of sand some of the edges off? It looks like Sean Levy is directing. A free guy guy. He's he's a guy who, he he, he has a way of milking quality out of projects that have both Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Like, surprising (laughs) amounts of quality, like Real Steel and Free Guy are both better movies than they should be. So good! Yeah, and there's no reason for that to be a good movie, but, like, you know, so it it, it makes me feel a little hopeful that that movie might be heading in the right direction, and they might be moving away from some of the 
uh, the stuff that's aged a little more poorly from those Deadpool movies. Is it Real Steel, the Rock'em Sock'em yes. Robots movie? Sure basically? is. <laughs> 30 sure is. plug. We watched it. All of us were like, I cannot believe how good this movie is. It is wonderful. Right? Yeah. Wonderful. That's Jackman. He's a magician. But Hugh Jackman he is. is. He's the greatest show. Really, yeah. like, mm-hmm. one of... I always call Tom Cruise and Denzel Washington the last movie stars, but Hugh Jackman deserves the status as, like, a big fucking movie star. Dude works really hard, looks mm. great, uh, like, kind of gravitates... And is apparently, like, a mensch, you know? He seems like a good dude. Right, yeah, he gravitates towards things that are hard for normal actors to do, including being Wolverine at this age, which he said he couldn't do anymore. And so, Yeah, he'll I, be 56 when this movie comes wow, out. Wow. I still haven't technically introduced the the theme. We're talking <laughs> yeah, about week. the importance of Wolverine, Michael. Yes. No, we're talking about the top five Wolverine games. And I actually found five games that are just about Wolverine. Not ensemble games, not X-Men games, not Marvel vs. Right. Capcom. Not just Wolverine, and they mostly suck. It's uh, <laughs> true. It's kind of it, true. It, 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 and it's it's kind of devastating too, because like Chris said, like for most people, if you're into comics and you were reading and like you were a kid in the '90s, Wolverine was comic books. Like Wolverine yes. yeah. was the yeah. reason to care he about Marvel. With it everybody was the and, about and, the X Men. You can't understate the importance of um, whatever it's called now, the Fox version of the X Men, which introduced a ton of people to the X Men who may not have ever heard of them, and they fell in fucking love. And that show is. I don't think it holds up great, but it was unbelievably good in a in a yeah. pre Batman the animated series era, and, and wore its time yeah. period on its sleeve. It was a reflective of modern comics. Very, very, very fucking good. And, and I will still play that theme song if I want to get pumped yeah. up for like a workout or something. Yeah, didn't somebody figure out it's like it's basically a slowed down version of "I'm Your Baby Tonight" by Whitney? Th- yes, there's it that. Is. Yeah. And if you, you look it up, they it's it. It is very similar to a 1970s Swedish show's intro, like a Swedish spy show. But it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. We can actually prove whether the composer was in Sweden to ever see this. There was no internet. He couldn't have stolen yeah. this. It's just parallel thought, yeah. but it's very, very similar. But what I'm just saying, like, the X Men were um, making comics fly off the shelves in the 90s. And the the because of how. The Marvel movies ended up working out. X-Men, you do not have the MCU without Fox's X-Men becoming a success, but Marvel was so desperate, they sold lock, stock, and barrel X-Men rights to the Fox studio. If you weren't listening to our shows, at one point, Marvel Comics decreed, do not create any more characters in X-Men or mutants because Fox automatically owns them and can make movies out of them while we're trying to build our own Avengers. Which is why, like, a lot of the stuff in the MCU for a while, they were being referred to as Inhumans. Yes, they were trying to make Inhumans shat the bed. So, they're, yeah. so now they're like, now they're just calling them enhanced, I believe. And, yeah, and so, so now that they're, they're there and they can play along, and it, it's all kind of complicated, but like, that the X Men can play with everybody. That's super important to me. And this is our first real announcement. Did he say he was playing Wolverine? He said he was playing Wolverine. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's got I the mean, claw marks. Yeah, yeah he said. I think he said, like he said, Hugh, do you want to come play Wolverine? And he said, Yeah. No, okay. sorry. We, yeah. We've had Professor X. We've had Wanda's brother, who is or may or may not be Quicksilver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the biggest confirmation of like, 
Again, it's still Deadpool. We don't know. We don't know at all if whether this is real or not. Deadpool. Yeah. Can, it could be completely fucking bug nuts movie. We have no idea. I'm sorry for talking this long, but I don't have a cape crisis anymore. And <laughs> you need to diversify so you have an outlet for all these. things. I know. I know. I'm sorry, but but again, like we, we thought, we thought the hurricane was hitting here, so I had to like prepare like five shows in one like you know seventy two hour period. God damn it. God Michael, what are the rules of the list? Let's go through the rules. The rules of the list are this is a game about Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> it stars so no, Wolverine. No, 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 no other playable characters. No fighting characters. games featuring rosters of nope, characters. Nope. You know, you, you so play number five is going to be really bad then. Oh, yes. I, <laughs> I promise you it will be. Because that's, that, that's the thing I was, I was talking about with Michael. He was like, not only would this take too much research, my memory... Wolverine is one of the best Marvel characters in the universe. You always want to play as him. However, in ensemble games, not unlike um, uh, DC ensemble games, whenever there's like a bunch of DC characters and there's Superman, like, eh, Superman can't fly that high. And he can't do most of the stuff Superman normally does. Otherwise, why would you pick another fucking character? This is the challenge. And I imagine if I'm I'm guessing correctly about what the number five is going to be, like that's the challenge that they can't really get over with this character in video game form. Right. Yeah. What Wolverine is really good at is hard to depict in family-friendly entertainment. So, right. Yeah, let's start with... Number five. I know the music because I listen to it all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, this is this is the NES Wolverine by LJN. Oh yes. Um, All right. So the the two defining features of Wolverine, of course, mm-hmm. for those who aren't initiated for whatever reason, one, he's got some big old pointy claws that he uses to punch and stab people with. Which two, the NES can't represent. <laughs> exactly. Two, he heals himself, so he can always kind of recover from every injury. And I think the approach, like, and so this presents the same Superman problem. How do you make a fun video game in which your character can't die? Yeah, to give and him this, stakes. And this takes the same approach that a lot of early Superman games did too, which is ignoring it. Yeah, it's just not making <laughs> it fun. <laughs> and and in fact, like, this game actually punishes you for using your claws because. Like with every good superpower, like it should be causing you dramatic pain every time you use your abilities. Just like how, like every time Spider Man no, shoots his web, he gets a hernia. Yes, it's, you know, it's, like yeah. it's it's my favorite thing about LGN games is that they're too authentic to their properties at the expense of fun gameplay. <laughs> like Jason's really hard to find, and uh, uh, Freddy Krueger's re- really confusing everybody. And Back to the Future, it wouldn't be nuts to go back in time. They they're the licensed properties make these unplayable games by adhering to their rules. Yeah. And the idea well, that this like, game uh, ignores kind of one biggie with Wolverine rules wise. Well, but like, but like three, if this was an old man Logan or Logan game and every mm-hmm. time he exerts himself, he loses a little bit of life. That yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, this game, this is the one where you only, they can only show two claws at a time. So instead of like the yep. signature three Wolverine claws, it just looks like he's trying to plug something in the whole I mean, game. Like the the sprite out. is tiny, so use your imagination. It, it really it looks like a fucking hole punch. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it has 
like no more range than your standard punch does. It doesn't right. really cause any more damage than your standard punch does. So really, the the best way to win this Wolverine game is to never use your claws, and that play. feels like kind of a big missed opportunity. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy. Yes, it's all about restraint. I do like that Wolverine heals by eating burgers and, I guess, beer. Yes, yeah, these, sure. these nondescript bottles that are sitting. Around. It, it is. It is. It, it might be in my top ten favorite box art for the NES. It is one it is of great the box art. most yeah, beautiful pieces of box comic art. Comic art, and it, it prominently advertises on the box that uh, it includes. It features Sabretooth. And Sabretooth does pop up, so the the plot of the game is that Wolverine has been kidnapped by Magneto and Sabretooth and forced to run a bunch of ridiculous trials in in huge video game levels uh, with different themes. And uh, Sabretooth appears in cutscenes to issue very brief taunts, but spoilers, he shows up at the very end and hears audio from that very dramatic battle. And then he falls <laughs> off a cliff. That's it. Not only was that on the box, by the way, that was on the cartridge art, which I had to believe was just like a cost savings thing because it would be so tiny you couldn't even read the call out at that point. Like there's just like this little tiny, you know, right there in, in the little corner saber tooth. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is noteworthy. I guess is like, is this the only game where he's brown suit Wolverine? Like this is before the yellow uh, suit. The the uh, other oh, no, he was yellow suit first and then X-Men he became. Game. But but yeah, like I I. I I think I've been a broken record about that. When I, I fell in love with Wolverine in the the, the brown suit, yeah. And every it, to this day, everything else is jarring. Like I, I love it. I love 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 it. I love it so much that it's. I'm really excited. So my my weird kind of uh, uh, reading project right now is that I I am trying to read every single issue of X Men starting from the 60s and going forward. Wow. So by the I, way, by I'm the way, that's way more words than most people are. In, remembering it's, it, Stanley, it's intense shit. there's a lot going on and i'm still like in the 60s i haven't even gotten to wolverine yet but i'm so excited to kind of enter the wolverine era because the way it goes is the 60s it was popular for a minute it died out by 1969 there's a five-year hiatus and then they come back with the new team that's got like wolverine colossus guys right. like that hmm. and then it's just like off to the races wolverine x-men is the dominant force in comics culture for the next 20 years but it, it takes, you know, that that's the impact the that was, Wolverine had. That was back had. when, uh, when this, Beast looked like a, a clothed butter bean. Yes, yeah, like. and he's just, he, he, he uses a lot of uh, loquacious <laughs> he's just, he's expressions. Just a, he's just a wide white guy. He is, yeah, yeah, he's just, he's a tank. But, you know, but, but Wolverine, like, at this moment when this LGN game came out, like, you could not have been more primed for Wolverine. Wolverine was the guy and to have it be this kind of wet fart of a game where, like, it's just a bunch of, like, enemies that are blinking in and out of existence constantly and a bunch of platforms that you have no way of possibly seeing. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a hot mess of a game. And there's, like, there's, like, no grace period between hits. It's, it's one of the most punishing games ever. Yeah, th- like, looking at the wiki page right now, it just reminded me, like, oh, yeah, I absolutely hated this playing it this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that instead of... Unlike many other NES games where the player's character is given a grace period of invulnerability after sustaining damage, Wolverine's energy is simply drained for as long as he is in contact with an enemy or hazard. So if you get if you make contact with an enemy and you stand there while punching it and you're still in contact, your health will just drain constantly. Yeah. And and there yeah. are 
Ninja Turtles sewer levels in this game as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, oh oh yeah. yeah. There's there's a bunch of swimming. Oh. It sucks. <laughs> It yeah. sucks, you you, it sucks you so hard. swim by hitting the B button instead of the A button. It's counterintuitive. Uh, yeah. It's like one of the only games where, it, like, a, a major I forget what it is, but the major thing you can do, you have to hit the select button. You never had to hit the select button on almost anything. <laughs> That's true. In the it was useless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a vestigial tail on the controller, and here you yeah. have to use it. How else did you select things? What are you talking yeah. about? With up and down! <laughs> Yeah. Again, <laughs> like God my, intended. My, my favorite bit of like, for lack of a better word, English is the start and select button. We had those for thirty years, and they made no sense. There was no need for a select button, and there was no need for a start button. But it was how the yeah. Japanese said, "Like, how do you begin a game? Start. start, and then select the mode. Start, select the mode." Up and down, up and down. God damn it! It's Only funny that that first... never like occurred to anybody yeah, yeah, at any point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, but yeah, the the LGN game was not great, and neither was the other LGN game that had Wolverine's name on it. Number four. Wolverine. Yes. Mm. Wolverine. Hell yeah, dude. This is a banger. This is a banger. This is the most 90s intro possible. <laughs> Wolverine. I really hope they use that in a TV commercial. Like, what Wolverine's game coming to a town near bom, you. Bom, right bom. after Sesame Wolverine. Street on Ice, Wolverine. Come this on. is Wolverine <laughs> Adamantium Rage. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I I uh, was pretty primed up for this game the moment I heard that music cue up. That's from the Super NES version, and it's mm-hmm. like... This uh, this sounds like uh, the Fly Girls are going to come out and start dancing to this any yeah, second. Yeah. Like, Woo! I'm all about like, it. Oh, did I make a mistake and buy Rap Jam Volume 1? <laughs> <laughs> Dibs on Queen Latifah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a great game. Uh, Adamantium Rage, yeah, it's actually technically two different games oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. that both follow similar plot lines and uh, are, are seem mostly fixated on this villain named Cyber, who I have never heard of. He's a guy with adamantium skin and poison needles on his fingers. Yeah, this is this is the arrow of uh, uh, the Leafield X Men mm. run, where right. all of the characters are just like mindlessly violent, and they have got really stupid, cool names, and they appear in like five issues, but they're in all of the video games at the time. Mm-hmm. So it can't cyber... be accurate though, because Michael the... said fingers. Leafield, you know, you can't have fingers on. A <laughs> oh, computer. that's right. Yeah, True. yeah. He, or he also or he also runs on his shins. That's why there's a a guy in the game named Blood Pockets. (laughs) There's a guy named Blood Scream. Uh, (laughs) Since you mentioned that, just the basic foot soldiers that you're fighting in that first level, there's something very Lee Fieldian about them. It's just like, yeah, they're dudes in big flak jackets with big guns, and everything seems comically oversized. Uh, Everything. Yeah, everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to to maybe give a kind of compliment sandwich. I, I think it'll be an open face compliment sandwich because I don't have another piece of bread for it. But mm-hmm. uh, this game looks fantastic. Yes. Like huge, really detailed sprites. The animations are smooth. And then the problem comes when you try to play the game. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, the controls are so fucked up. Yes. Like... Wolverine, when he jumps, like he he has to go in a specific direction. It's like, oh, that platform looks within reach. No, I have to jump in an exact forty-five degree angle every time. I don't have a lot yes. of control over it. Uh, yeah. There's stuff like it, it is it is bad Shinobi with 
ghosts and yeah. goblins jump but, mechanics. But like you, you want to do a forward roll, you push up on the D-pad. Uh, you have to like push down and I think jump to do like a high jump, and then you have to yeah. hit the the claw button at the exact time in order to hit enemies on the ceiling. Uh, yeah, the the claw mechanics like when you you swipe with like the R button, and it's you just kind of have to stand there while he does like two or three swipes. He doesn't move; he can't move. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's just very clunky and awkward. Uh, I was kind of surprised that the Genesis version apparently was more poorly received than the Super Nintendo version because I, I feel like it's a slightly better game. Like, it controls a little better. The moveset is less complicated. You get to do a cool uh, claw-spinning jump. It also sounds like this. Sounds like it was composed by, like, a... a Warped Halloween sounds. Yeah, record. yeah. I was gonna say, but like the, also, the Mad Professor. That that is like a sound palette that only exists on the Genesis. That so, oh man, so, it's so tinny. Yeah, this game doesn't this contain Wolverine in Japan like levels of him fighting ninjas and stuff. Yes, yeah. It so, does. question: Did this was this around when that arc was going on in the comics? The whole like samurai Wolverine had, had left and he's training and all that. I, stuff? I'm pretty sure that was like eighty. 586 when that okay, arc came so out i might be wrong but stuff. this is after that yeah uh yeah i mean i the the hit detection in both of these games is just extremely off i feel like all yeah. enemies registered any punch i made at them as like a light suggestion you know it's mm -hmm. like oh, you could you could take this or not uh but like it, it, it it's always a shame when the game like looks this good and they had they they clearly put a lot of work into the fidelity of the sprites and to make them look even the Genesis version, like it's a smaller sprite, but it still has some nice shading to it, and it just looks very yeah. nice. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what happens when you, you the graphics are what you do first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Like the they just undone. forgot yeah. to yeah. they that's forgot right. to calibrate like from it. There. Mm -hmm. Can't go I, back. Can't can't alter those graphics. No. You got to get them done up front. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, you you're you're stuck in the position of like, all right, Wolverine can't heal himself, otherwise this is a boring game. So. They're just going to make it extra ridiculously punishing. I just kept getting my ass handed to me by this thing that kept generating little drones. Yes. Yeah, that's stupid I could thing not... in the first level. I had to watch a YouTube yeah. playthrough. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to do this like specific uppercut move. Go to GameFAQs. How do I do that uppercut move? You're like, oh, okay, it's this button combination. And I, then I could do mm, it. But it's It's like... Batman Forever levels of like ridiculous intricacy to perform a simple move, yes. and I had I, I just kept getting like wailed on over and over. And sometimes there are these blue doors that you can use your claws on, and they'll break open. And other times you'll find identical blue doors that will not respond to your claws whatsoever. Yeah, and there's just kind of no real rhyme or reason and, to the level well, layout. It's it's weird because like you know I've said before years ago on the show that like there there was like a, a sort of game design that you saw a lot on the Genesis where it's just like here's a big open 2d level now wander around and collect the requisite number of whatevers and then you can go into the next area as opposed to the more linear a to b and then once you reach b you're done with the level the right. genesis version is more like that that sort of a to b setup the super nintendo version is like that genesis setup i just described oh you're stuck in this area and you have to defeat a certain number of enemies 
And some enemies that you defeat don't count toward that score. Others do. It's not really clear which or which other than that, like, well, you, you killed this one kind and now the, the counter went down. Yeah, it's, it's just not a great experience. And also slashing dude sounds like this. Yeah, this, sounds like me opening up the silverware drawer. Sounds like yeah, silverware and something going fucking mm. potato masher. Come on, <laughs> wait. So we are two Wolverine games in, and not a single good snicked to be found. Oh, I, I got a snicked for you. No Wolverine snicky snicky snowing. What he's doing is imitating Wolverine's berserker attack with his adamantium claws. <laughs> from Mallrats. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Mewes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, it's funny. You you mentioned, Steve, like, yeah, these games aren't as fun because they took away his healing mechanic. I just realized that all modern games give you a Wolverine healing mechanic now. Like, that is the totally. default yeah. state yeah. in games. It's, yeah. It turns out you can still have a fun time even if you don't have a set health it's bar. Kind like, it's kind of one of the only attributes that makes him worthwhile to play because he's not a projectile-based character. Also, yeah. he technically he does have a healing factor in this. It's just painfully slow. Oh, right. Yeah, it takes you have to a stand really still for long, a long time. time to fill up. But like, really, like, yeah. wouldn't Halo be improved if like you had to collect hamburgers? Like, don't you think yeah. that would just be the <laughs> no, fish sure. that that yeah. series really needs? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just Master yeah. Chief just mashing it against his helmet. Like, yes, this is what I needed. <laughs> Instead of ducking Tasty. behind warthogs, uh, <laughs> my suit just sucked me off. Boy, I'm yeah. craving a hamburger. I'm shoving right hamburgers into his. Uh, uh, his that's canon, by the way. His the nutrient filter in his shoulder or whatever the however the fuck that asshole eats. I'm sorry to read the books. <laughs> he has a face. He can take his helmet. When? <laughs> just chooses not to. He's like Judge Dredd that way. Oh, it's the shame from uh, the suit sucking him off. Uh-huh. Like I said, yeah, I yeah. have to yeah. keep him Doesn't want to show his face. Um, so, yeah, Wolverine, Adamantium Rage. Not Looks amazing. Not yeah. a shining spot in the 16-bit era. Um, this one actually surprised me, even though, again, it's not exactly good. Number three. Uh, I don't know if you could hear the all right and yeah voice samples in there. Yeah. Very heavy distortion because this is on Game Boy Color. Okay. Uh, and, And all of these titles, well, all of them obviously have the word Wolverine in them. Uh, this is the second one to have the word rage in there, someone, because this is just Wolverine, X-Men Wolverine's Rage. I, I think it was tied in with the X-Men Evolution cartoon that was uh, on TV in the early 2000s. Yeah, there's a promo for it, like, yes. in the beginning of this game, which is uh, not something I see very often. Yeah. Yeah. For what it is, which is a Wolverine side-scroller on Game Boy Color, it's not bad. Uh, there's some stuff yeah. where, like, okay, yeah, you do have to retract your claws and, and push them out. And I think the, like, the healing factor only works if your claws are retracted because mm-hmm. gotta have a drawback. It's superhero game. Gotta invent weaknesses. Right. Stakes, yeah. baby. Another it, it, very it, it, slow healing factor. Yeah. 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 Uh, one Activision had some pretty good Marvel side scrollers on the GBA and the GBC. Yeah, the Iron Man one in particular is very good, and I love this is Digital Eclipse. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh wow! Yeah, it's 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 you know it's where Dan works. The people now who are like the criterion for video games making this game. 
I, I always kind of like the look of Game Boy Color games. They're kind of bridging that gap between early, like, you know, right. green and yellow uh, Game Boy games and what would be the GBA. And so this game has some weirdly fluid animations yeah. that uh, were kind of nice to look at. Like, like when Wolverine's hanging off a ledge, it's like super fluid. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, I, I like that if you, like, tap the attack button, like, several times in a row, he'll go into one of his berserker rages. It will drain mm-hmm. your health, but you'll just kind of, like, keep going and slashing and slashing, and you're mixing up your moves, and there's kind of a lot going on. Like, yeah, no, like I said, I, I, I don't want to, like, you know, uh, uh, big it up too much, because this is, like, a bog-standard, like, side-scrolling oh, yeah. action yes. game, but it, it is not uh, as offensively bad as the other two. I, I think, as far as Wolverine side-scrollers go... This is pretty good. Like a two D yeah. as, as a two D side scroller, his powers work, um, and most of the stuff makes most of everything makes sense. And he gets to go to like Japan and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I true. mean, most of the first level just takes place on the same street that every sixteen uh, bit and game yes. took place <laughs> yes. on. You know, mm-hmm. I, I expect yes. to see Michael Jackson Moonwalker walking around yeah, here. wherever <laughs> Walter so. Hill had his first house or, yeah. or something. <laughs> You know, whatever whatever part of town has just the floating platforms in midair that dudes with machine guns are hanging right. out on. That, you know, oh yeah, that's Hell's Kitchen. Something to right. punch yes. mohawk <laughs> oh, women with mohawks off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's Wolverine killing a dog. He's very happy about it. Yeah, what a jerk. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. If you look at the sprites, it looks like is the dog just trying to hug him? It, it jumps. It jumps up on his shoulders, and then he's just like. I don't know. The, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. I've told yeah. you guys that story in the show before, right? About the dog tutorial. What? Dog tutorial? This was a long, Sounds long so time ago. Give me se- several games ago that I worked on. Um, the early version of the game I was playing, and, and it was their, their, the tutorial section of the game. And the only enemy in that entire tutorial was a series of dogs. <laughs> and I'm like, so wait, let me get this straight. The first ten to fifteen minutes of our game, you just make people kill dogs over dogs. and over and over. Like even if they're like, but they're mean dogs. I'm like, does not matter. <laughs> does not matter. You can't have the first fifteen minutes of your game just being practicing killing against I think dogs. These dogs like, subscribe yeah. to Prager University. <laughs> I don't fuck them, man. It, it was. I was mortified, and I told him, I was like, I am a dog lover. This sucks. Like, I cannot play through this mm-hmm. tutorial. Like, please change this up. Like, it's one of the only times I've really, like, taken a hard stand against game content. And I'm like, look, man, I, I get it. It's tutorial, but no. Yeah, mo- no, most, like, yeah. I mean, most tutorials in general are, like, non-lethal by design. Yes. Like, uh, uh, Right, yeah. Well, for you, at least. Well, yeah. Well, so I assume they replaced how many it with, like, one where you just make you fight dogs. <laughs> like, when you realize it, you're like, man... The final product is just you walking through an orphanage and kicking babies. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah they fixed exactly. it. They fixed yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's Better Mega now. Man Legends, baby, where you can actually put a dog <laughs> across the map. Jesus, that would be like if every Star Wars game started with you slaughtering younglings. Like, yeah, yeah, these, these are tutorial <laughs> yeah. enemies. Just go in there, get them. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Wolverine's Rage, surprisingly fun, and uh, probably the second best side scroller on our list after the Game Boy Advance version of this game. Number two. It comes back to me in the blink of an eye. Bits and pieces. Like the dream you start to forget as soon as you wake up. Or maybe more like a nightmare. 
that is possibly the only time you'll hear Mark Hamill playing Wolverine. Yeah, that, I remember. <laughs> is it that X2? is X two Wolverine? Is this X two? I was hoping this yes. made the list because I love this game. Really, <laughs> kind of a cool why. game. This one's kind of cool. I really like, like this game. That was that was in a commercial that played all the time on television. That not only told you, like, this isn't Hugh Jackman, but if you're really listening, this is Mark Hamill. Hmm. You should be excited about this. You should be excited for Hugh Jackman not being Wolverine. But but that, that's what's confusing to people. Well, Hugh Jackman's still on the cover. Like, a yes. picture yes. of movie Wolverine is on the cover. And then, yeah, if you pick this up just based on a cover alone, which I, 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 I guess, grandmother buying gifts for people or whatever. But, like, dude, like, the game looks totally different. Like, the game is, is like... It's quasi cell shaded. Looks like a comic. Like it's yeah. like yeah. this comic style. Wolverine. It's definitely more inspired by the comics. Although it does have a familiar voice coming back to play uh, Charles Xavier. Keep your head down. One sighting and all will be lost. Ah. <laughs> yes, this is how you use stealth mode, Wolverine. You have me for one day. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go record Elder Scrolls Four after this. <laughs> Nowhere Engage. in my contract does it say I'm going to put any effort into this. <laughs> I have a date to play the poop emoji. <laughs> See, and he thought he'd be typecast as Captain Picard his whole life. Silly, silly man. No, no way. No, I mean, this this is a pretty solid game. I've seen this yeah. kind of referred to as sort of a precursor for the Arkham games uh, in terms mm. of some of its stealth mechanics. Uh it's it's much, it's a much clunkier experience than that. But like, but I, I mean, it's it's cool hearing that clip of Mark Hamill. It's been a long time since I played this one, but like, that's Mark Hamill, not doing the Joker. Like right. you, yeah. you you forget that he's got like so much kind of variance in his voice because so much of his vocal performances do tend to be Joker or Joker adjacent, and he's doing so. He found like new modulations in it. And he, he doesn't sound anything like Hugh Jackman either, but like he, he's, he's, he's working with something here. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. But the, the thing that's crazy about this game is it's not just called Wolverine's Revenge. It is branded X2 Wolverine's Revenge without being a sequel to an X1 game before it because it was released around the time of X2, like that movie. And it, that, occasionally that would happen, you know, like in yeah. early licensed game days where it's like, yeah, we just... Like, like I, I said earlier in the show, I'm like, I, I wonder if Insomniac's Wolverine game is going to come around around the time of that movie. Like, it'll just come out around that time. But very rarely do they say, well, we're going to go ahead and use all the art and the logo from that movie and put it on this game when that really this has nothing to do with the events. Well, of that I think movie that, that, that's wonderful evidence of how Marvel had lost control of mm. X Men at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this was kind of being sold as if it was like the connective tissue between the first movie and the second movie. And it's really not that. And it got kind of extra confusing because there would be a game that served as connective tissue between the second movie and the third movie. And that one actually even explains why Nightcrawler isn't in the third movie. Like it's actually important for the canon to play that game. And it's a shitty game. X-Men, the official game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this one gets kind of conflated with that, but, um, I think this is a, definitely a better game than that one. I mean, as far yeah. as the Wolverine, this is this is the only Wolverine game uh, I think that lets you play as him in his Weapon X form. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, is, it has it, like so many versions of Wolverine, like a ton of fan service in this game for fans of the comic. It also has 
in a deleted scene, I don't know if you have a clip of this, Michael, but you can stumble upon uh, another exile from the MCU who occasionally pops in is is Spider-Man. Like Mm -hmm. if you collect enough, like uh, you have to find all these collectibles or whatever, but there's basically like this hidden scene with... uh, Thank you, know, you Activision. Jesus. Yeah, I love yeah, how this Activision. Yeah. yeah, I love how license rights for superhero characters back then were just the wild fucking west. It's just like, oh yeah, yeah, no, you can toss man. You want Captain America? Go for it, dude. Um, I don't have Spider Man, but I do have a very convincing Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Cyborg or not, that was just plain rude. Who died and made you miss manners? Bitch, that guy needs a microphone gig. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a lot of peaks on that one. Yeah, <laughs> Take yeah, that back. Yeah, a little peaky. Uh, maybe, maybe don't yell right into the microphone. You, you, you yeah. lean back to yell. That's the rule. That's it's, like, it's, it's, it's Chris Baker's birthday this week, and I just—he's gonna kill us when this is over. Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. He's yeah, gonna I know. murder I us. I thought of it. Moito us, yeah, he will. But that's okay. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. Every time we do a comic theme, well, I guess we, we might be able to get Chris. No, Baker's the only reason we no. left him alone is his fucking birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday, Chris Baker. Just keep him away from the Citarac Ruby. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it. That's a deep cut. Wow. There you go. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure he would understand that. Yep. <laughs> Probably would. Probably would. Rest yeah, and and I, I would love to say this behind the scenes. I was about to go through a hurricane, and we didn't know whether I'd be recording when a hurricane is and I, I I didn't say this to you guys but like I would love for the listeners to hear a hurricane hitting the studio <laughs> talking I mean, about for your storms safety, and games I don't want to hear would that. feel more appropriate if I'm being hit by one not by if other people are suffering from one I thought yeah. we agreed you're going to save that for the big finale of the Laser Time Network. It's just a microphone recording a hurricane hitting the mm-hmm. studio, Chris. I, man. Just abruptly cuts to black. <laughs> <laughs> so few people get killed by an actual hurricane. It's always starvation and dehydration. It's a bummer. Oof. It's a bummer. Drive a, a two-by-four through my stomach in the middle of a podcast. That'd be hilarious. We'd never <laughs> stop talking about it. Wolverine games. Wolverine games. Um, Wolverine yeah, like games. I said, this also had a pretty good Game Boy Advance game. It does not really follow the same plot as as the console version. It looks a little more Hugh Jackman-y, uh, the character. But, uh, yeah, it's it actually got, I think, higher ratings than than the console version did. So yeah. That's, you know how he looks more Hugh Jackman is is his hair swirls actually go counterclockwise instead of clockwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually just southern... his, he looks kind of skinny and tall as opposed to the in-game very stocky if, if, comic if you, book style Wolverine. If you don't remember that, like, yeah, Wolverine, thanks to Marvel cards, is like Wolverine is like, what, 5'4", five, 5'6"? Five, he's, he's a little guy. Yeah, he's a little I, was, guy. I was trying to make an Australia Southern Hemisphere. He's a small guy. And like when Hugh Jackman was cast, people like before the Internet had to look up like, He's tall. He's tall. Mm-hmm. This can't it's be. End of the world. This can't be. I mean, is he, we what, all is he, know the... in real life, like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, he's a big guy. I mean, but we all know the casting would have been better if they'd uh, chosen Glenn Danzig, like they promised they would in Wizard <laughs> in 1994. Like, obviously, that's the way to go. Uh-huh. It's not too late for them to recast him. Glenn Danzig probably looks great right now, right? If you don't right? know what, but, Steve, but what Steve's real... talking about, please uh, uh, Google or YouTube right now. Portlandia Goth Beach party and uh <laughs> you can see glenn danzig at the beach jesus 
But that's the thing about Hugh Jackman is, is my one Hugh Jackman story from my movie studio days is he's a pretty unassuming character. I was in like the fancy commissary at Fox mm. and I, and I saw it was, it was actually after I'd stopped working there, I saw my old boss and I went up to shake his hand and say, hi, you know, he's at a table and I looked down and realized I was shaking hands over Hugh Jackman who's wow. sitting in the seat below oh, me. I was shit. kind of reaching over Hugh Jackman and I'm like, oh, it is. Like, Wolverine. yeah, Hi. again, with my, I've been on this really weird X-Men kick lately. I recently watched all the movies, including the, the two I'd never seen before, the New Mutants and the Dark Phoenix. Gross. But, like, it is wild watching that first X-Men movie and seeing how oh. normally proportioned He's so Batman average is. size for He's like, but then, even then, no, I'm, like, I'm like 20 superhero. pounds away from, like, being oh, Hugh Jackman yeah. in the first X-Men. Yeah. And that's he looks like, like how you would look if you went to the gym and didn't use steroids. Like, that's about as good as most people's bodies can look is that yeah. original, like, Hugh Jackman Wolverine. It's like, yeah, he, he looks he in looks good fantastic. shape. Don't get us wrong, but he's not, like, huge, bulky with the weird... You know, he got he got kind of weird with yeah, the stuff he, he, he would do to his body. He became a huge jacked man. Yes, he did. He, he, he did. fulfilled he the prophecy. More than just a character that sounded like he was named by Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> but have you heard his stories about like how the the water deprivation or like he would oh. do this the caffeine thing to make his veins bulge yeah, maximum yeah. That, like that's also like how you get shit. the cum gutters is uh you, you don't drink water for like 24 hours. Michael is Ooh. the expert on cum gutters but uh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I, don't, I don't I don't know what that is and I'm so glad. <laughs> I have a bunch of leaves in mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to get the cum gutter guard. I see the ads. Okay, you know in the, the first time. Thor movie when he takes his shirt off and he right. has those like, you know, cool protruding hip bone things. Can't believe those everyone else is making Michael explain this because I got the joke. <laughs> uh, Do you mean the V? The, the yeah, V? The, 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 guys, the, yeah. the consummate. This is, this is what the ladies uh, call. The vagina bones the, the, on men. <laughs> what the ladies call the deep V in retaliation for me calling their butts turd cutters. Ew. <laughs> That girl has. I a like nice that. I like that instead of the V, it's cum gutter. Sure, sure, okay. Yeah, like, why yeah. not? Yeah, if you if you're jacking off onto yourself, it's a cum gutter at that point. But I kind of feel like if you have a deep V, you're not doing. I that. guess you're not- <laughs> if you're on like a solaplex or something like that. Like <laughs> if a- you're laying on your back, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm not George Jetson. I, I'm not like at an incline where I can run into my pubes. Wolverine is a great <laughs> character. <laughs> uh, and I do. I, I do want to see say, where you're going with I, that. I do want to say. <laughs> just reiterate like um i think the mcu is happened because of a blade and which yeah, is gosh, phenomenal yeah. it's like yeah. the first big marvel movie and, and he's yeah. back right like he's doing blade again no Mahershala no. ali he's playing yeah. blade yeah okay okay blade yeah, yeah. lost the director blade, blade this week is, blade i, I don't know what's happening wesley snipes played a daywalker in uh, what we do in the shadows but it's a little oh but, yeah but, but oh. x x men oh fuck <laughs> X-Men was the first movie like oh shit like uh, comic fans are very happy with Mm -hmm. you know they had their little you know Hugh Jackman's too tall but like everyone is very happy and then X2 comes out it's so much better the opening of X2 is one of the best cinematic moments in any movie you could ever hope to see the siege. Keep it of, coming, of, keep going. What happens with X three? The culmination, baby. The well, culmination. I, I talked about it this week on thirty twenty ten. I think my uh, my favorite me too that no one talks about is Brett Ratner. I'm glad he's gone. It's he's the most obvious of me twos. It is. Yeah, yeah, and not before just for ruined, the way before he ruined X Men. He ruined Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. He sucks. He, he sucks. But uh, but X two. 
like try and remember that. Like um, in a world where like every superhero sequel kind of sucks a little more, mm-hmm. that yeah. X two was amazing. Yeah, yeah. branding it with two, branding it with this on a game. Like yeah, X two is a good brand. Yeah, because um, that Somewhere was the, I think the official here, title of the, of the movie. One of the only signed posters I have for my Fox Days is an X two poster that has a bunch of signatures on it. That's Ooh, man. Maddie, yeah. I'll trade you this Blackbeard's ghost. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute! He told me to give you that was for May. me. Wait, wait, wait! Now he's, now he's making it a trade. <sighs> uh, love all right. it. Let's bring this home with. I didn't need the help. I was always better at this part than you. Yeah, the killing part. Day's gonna come, little brother. I won't always be there to help you. Don't worry, though. You're the same as me. You just don't know it yet. What don't I know? The tale of why the moon is lonely. No, why don't you enlighten me? Love the time skipping storytelling in this game. Was that Handsome Chris? The actual Handsome Chris in there? Easy. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Schreiber. Everyone yeah, says you that, Lee, that's like your doppelganger. Leave oh, Schreiber right, right, right. and uh, yeah. huge, I used huge to Jackman. look better, younger than him, and now I look older and more feeble, and I need more dental work than <laughs> Leave Schreiber. Yeah, I mean, there was there. There, there's no other contender for what would be number one on this. Like, no, uh, no, uh, not at all. Th- this game is pretty fantastic. I think this gets the spirit of Wolverine right, and it lets it, it lets us finally like realize what comic fans have always been wanting to see from Wolverine, what movie fans have always been wanting to see with Wolverine. What them knives do, man? Come on, mm-hmm. those are right. sharp <laughs> ass it's, claws. It's like if, if I if I told everyone right now. There's going to be a Star Wars game where lightsabers do what lightsabers are supposed to do rather than bounce off other lightsabers. Mm. Yeah. And, 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 like, that's impossible. You can never do that. Uh, this is a family property. And, like, I don't know how they... I have to imagine... Hugh Jackman might have been the magic magic bean behind all of this. Like, yeah. I will do this if we do this the right way. Well, it's interesting you say that about Star Wars, because this was made by... Uh, this This is X-Men Origins Wolverine. It was made by Raven Software, which had kind of made a name for itself doing games with dismemberment. Uh, it had previously done Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, which also had a code that you could turn on that let you dismember right. enemies. And like let you Bushido blade your way through lightsaber duels. Like first hit you score slices right. off a head. That's how a lightsaber should work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't have a lightsaber, and I know it only happens to robots in the movies, you would be dead instantly. And that's yeah. how this game treats Wolverine's adamantium claws. It's gorgeous. I mean, you know, and also also uh, Ponda Baba, Walrus Man in the first movie gets his arm chopped off. Yeah, with blood. No, one. Yeah, doesn't cost. But like, yeah. Speaking of speaking of blood, this is uh, a wildly gory game. Uh, It's pretty. It's pretty gnarly. Like when you look at, and it makes the absolute best use of the healing factor concept because it is basically just like a recharging Halo armor, which is the the right direction to take it in. But you get to see all of that T Rex damage done all over that guy's body Mm -hmm. to the point where sometimes like you take enough damage, you are just an exposed rib cage with a belt. Like you are (laughs) you are looking really fucking gross. And you get to see that skin regrowing and like the tissue knitting together. Uh it's it's pretty damn awesome. It's amazing and and, uh, thoroughly unobtainable unless you have a copy. Really? I believe, yeah. Oh man. 
can't really download it. Like the license is long expired. They yeah, should bring it back. Um, but they yeah, should. He, here's what an average encounter sounds like in X Men Origins Wolverine. You want a piece of me? And that's just him eating a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> and a beer that he found lying around in the level. Uh, it, it plays a lot like God of War, but like, again, with a lot of dismemberment, just brutality cranked up to 11. Uh, and it's ironic considering, like, so this game, the tie-in game for the movie was about 10 times more violent than the movie itself. The movie went, I think, with a PG-13 rating. It yes, had no blood. Do. It was incredibly boring. The game is oh, amazing. No, oh. no, 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 no. Do not say that. This is the worst Marvel movie that has ever been made. I was trying Wolverine to think, Wars. is there a bigger disparity in quality between the game tie-in and the movie it it's based is on? It is unbelievably awful. And like we did a laser time about this a while ago. This is one of those things that came about during the writer strike. So writers couldn't fix this. So I can't wait, wait, wait. Mm. No, I can't. Electra exists, my dude. That is by far yeah, the Yeah, but worst like I had no movie, hope like... for Electra being great. Like this is the Wolverine movie. Yeah. This is yeah, this yeah. is embarrassing. Like the amount of times Wolverine yells at the camera as it flies up and says, No it's yeah. so bad. A helicopter blows up twice in this movie because they forget that it blew up in the previous scene. It, it's, uh, it, it's isn't it the most obvious case of Hollywood exec hubris of like, yes. hey, you know the one thing we need to do with Deadpool is shut him up That's, and sew his mouth Thank closed. you. Work with a mouth. Like, thank, what? This is Ryan Reynolds' debut as Deadpool, which everybody thought this was the end. That'll never happen. Why would anybody bother with this? Because it sucks. And it yeah. does suck so hard. I mean, and, they, they squandered Gambit on this movie. They still yeah, have yeah. not circled back around to Gambit, who, like, if you ask any average person, like, who their favorite X-Men characters are, Gambit's usually in the top ten. Mm. And, like, they completely squandered him in this with the boring-ass guy from Friday Night Lights. I mean, like, Will I Am oh, is Taylor one of the characters in this. Like, yeah. Gamb- it, I don't remember Gambit in the movie, but he, he does have a pretty prominent role in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think Will I Am says like in this game like isn't Will I Am like the father of Nightcrawler like there's some weird lore there like in, yeah like, some weird shit like that yeah yeah because he's like John Specter is his name and the yeah. only good part about that movie which again is one of the worst films I've ever seen irredeemable it is very very bad yeah very very bad in like in like embarrassingly like slipshod like. Jesus Christ, I can't believe... Like, this is supposed to be a Hollywood studio. This should have two robots and Mike Nelson making fun of it. It's, uh, it's just incredibly generic. There is a scene where Wolverine, like, very unironically, like, walks away from an explosion looking like a cool guy. Like, And I think that Lonely Island video after the, that was it, already after the helicopter out. already exploded. It explodes again so he can do <laughs> yeah. that shot. It's so yeah. dumb. <laughs> It's Fire's so dumb. The fuel it's, tanks, it's one of the worst so movies I've ever seen in my whole life, and it's the result of the writer's strike. Meanwhile, the video game has one of the coolest ways to take down a helicopter, I think, outside of prototype, yes. where you, you jump onto the windshield, smash through it, grab the guy, and hoist him head first into the rotors. Well, I mean, it's well, well, so, so if, if you remember, um, up until this point, Wolverine was Logan. They hadn't really revealed his full name or how long he'd been alive. 
Yeah. And and Marvel had to write to catch up to this movie, and I think his name is James. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but, but, James but, but Howlett. The only dope thing about the movie is they show that like Wolverine and Sabretooth are immortal characters who have fought in every war America has ever been involved with, and you just get to do that in this game. It's the first five, like, four minutes of the movie, and it's, oh, I still remember Roger Ebert's review of this, where his his first thing is like, uh, yeah, these opening credits are great, but uh, why are Canadians fighting the American Civil War? Yeah. Good question. (laughs) (laughs) They're drifters, I I guess. I I honestly believe, like, um, I could talk about this forever. Like, um, Robert Downey Jr. got a sweetheart deal to be in the Marvel Universe. Everyone else got way... It's why they quit. They get way less money to work way harder... For movies that make billions of dollars that they don't receive a thing of. Hugh Jackman yep. was coaxed into being Wolverine longer with a big contract that you will be a producer and you will supervise everything that happens. And I gotta think, this is because of him. I don't think any normal producer and I don't think any uh, normal marketing company would have, like, no, we're gonna make an R-rated game based on this movie that has to be PG-13. Yeah. Uh, I, I gotta think like he's like no we should do it right and I'll be in it and it'll be awesome and it is it's so good and I, I just yeah I, I was trying to think if you know it's very common that a video game version of a movie will be way worse than the movie but it's not often where the movie is way worse than the game you know I think right. Chronicles of Riddick is kind of like and that's not even yeah. based directly on a movie mm-hmm. you know yeah I wanted to ask you guys, because I remember back in 2001 or 2002, reading Wolverine Origin, that story Chris mentions where they explain what his real name and stuff. And like at the time, I was fanboyed out and I liked it, but it, it wasn't a great comic in my opinion. Is How is that regarded, like that comic nowadays, like you're, the you're, actual? You kind of hit it on the head. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it's regarded. It's like... It's it's cool to finally know, and I think the the bone claw iconography is pretty uh, uh, pretty oh, memorable. Claws, but right. which we'd already gotten with Feral Wolverine before that, right? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. His adamantium stripped out, and stuff. but it's just something right. you didn't need. Like Wolverine has lost his memory a billion times. He never is woken up by being called James. He's woken up by being called Logan. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's and, just what what can we be told about his origin that's going to make it satisfying? Nothing. You know, like yeah. at that, yeah. after a certain point, like what can you tell us? Like the fact that he is like a sickly Victorian boy, you know, is is interesting, I guess, for what he became. But well, it, that's it doesn't the really in the comic. The right? there, there's a there's a tough kid who you think is him the whole time, and then the swerve is no, he's he's the sickly yeah, boy. I, I, yeah, I, and they pull a, that switcheroo in the movie. too. I'm not yeah. an authority on this, and and part of the reason I'm not. I have expectations for the X Men and Wolverine in the MCU. I'm weirded out by the Hugh Jackman announcement, but like Wolverine is the most recent biggest Marvel character who has been dead for the most amount of time. Yeah. He, he's been, he was dead for about four or five years and uh, old man Logan in a collision of the universes. You had a version of Wolverine and you had uh, a lady version of Wolverine. I, I, I'm not clear on that. X 23. Yeah. 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 Well, no, no. Well, like uh, when Battle World happened. Whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah there is it. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know that it was X twenty three. No, yeah, you're right. That but, was a uh, character. Yeah, you can do 
pretty much anything with this character because he is kind of a blank slate and he doesn't know who he is. And the more the less we know, the better. Yep, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, also, it's worth pointing out that the game went places the movie totally. never did, and the movies would not go for a few more installments. Oh my God! They did it. They built it. What did they build? A weapon designed to detect and terminate mutants. This is the Mark One Sentinel. It's big. I'll give him that. A weapon to surpass Metal Gear. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, but before... Silentropus. <laughs> I'm endlessly entertained by how DC dropped its family-friendly veneer to compete with Marvel. But the... What do you call? It? What do you call it? The side Marvel did that as well, um, mm. and I think that it's starts like your venoms here. and yeah, and, and, and then yeah. like your Morbii. Because this this game was very well regarded. I think it sold pretty decently, and it didn't kill Wolverine. Parents weren't upset. Oh. There wasn't a bunch mm. of fucking people screaming on the on uh, let's say Fox News. This is like ten years ago. There weren't a bunch of people screaming that Wolverine is drawing blood and. Uh, Diving towards people's hearts from a hundred feet away, which is a really fun fucking move, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, that's the only time the the game broke for me because Wolverine has to jump and connect his claws to a an organic human being, and if that dude is somehow dead, you can't get to that point. No, no. Um, yeah, I will. I will say this game crashed for me quite a bit when I played. I remember that, like that. That was kind of a recurring issue with this game. I re- I still remember like being on my side, spiraling through the floor infinitely, and having to reset my game. So uh, it, it's 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 something that happens. But that's that's game. still but fun. Not, the the best flawless. moment in X two is when Wolverine actually throws his claws through a non mutated, non superhuman to defend his friends. Yeah, and in this game, that's how you reach bigger jumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it is worth noting too that like this is one of those games where it really, really matters what system you're playing it on. Uh, the the PS2 and the Wii versions, I think, are T-rated. Like they yeah. lose a lot of the gore, yeah, and right. uh, they also play like significantly worse. Oh, so what you're gonna want yeah. is the one that's called the Uncaged Edition for the mm. PS3 or the 360. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. One of my favorite games of that era, I think. Um, and and every, everyone should play it. It's super fucking gory. Love it's, it. It's um, so fucking good. And it's everything you ever wanted to do as Wolverine. It, it makes a, a, a gameplay element out of it. Again, like, I love the idea of, like, Wolverine can jump, but if he's leaping towards someone's heart with both claws out and going to kill him instantly... It's like a fucking quadruple jump. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I, I can't imagine a world where the upcoming Insomniac Wolverine game isn't the best use of this character. Like, I, I, I can guarantee that that is going to become the new gold standard, like, best Wolverine game. Right. But I really hope they're taking a lot of lessons from this game in constructing that one. Because this does a lot right by the character and uh, I think captures the spirit of it really well. It uh, is. Well, it is. I, I was called out in a laser time. Facebook community, uh, I said there are no good NES Marvel games. I stand by that. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. This is the best Marvel single-player game. I mean, I think Marvel's had a lot of good multiplayer, Ultimate Alliance fighting game, and Wolverine is mm-hmm. very 
okay there, but this is fucking amazing. It's a very good I might game. I might agree best single character single player game, but yeah, I think the the Mua stuff might win out for me in terms of Marvel single player experience. The what? Yeah. The Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance. Alliance. Oh. Mua. Mua. Chef's Mua. Mua. I, I I think Insomniac's Spider-Man blah blah blah, but they're making They're doing it with oh, this yeah, character. Yeah. It's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Eager to see what they it's do. It's so exciting. Um, but anyway, that has been our top five Wolverine games. We need to take a little break. And when we come back, we will talk about some new releases that have nothing to do with Wolverine. Uh, some news that also, sadly, disappointingly, has nothing to do with Wolverine. And some other stuff, so stay tuned. Great to you, Michael. Get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. But I want to talk about good cartoons. Talk, talk about, about a good cartoon. A good Man. experience. A movie I have seen three times. What? What? I've seen three times. Yeah, I've seen it twice already. Uh, that's Chippendale Rescue. What the fuck? I, I'm supposed to be the, like the diehard here. Jesus Christ. It, it is, I, does seem like a movie custom made for you, though, Chris, because it's like yeah. the sequel to Roger Rabbit. We never it, is, it is Roger Rabbit, and I, I don't say this with cynicism, it's Roger Rabbit for uh, millennials and Gen Xers. Uh, yeah. and, and, and just because, like, you know, I didn't want to spoil things for Michael. I was just like, Trying to say, like, you're not going to see Mickey, and you're not going to see Donald, really. But, like, dude, there's schnookums in meat in the end credits, for fuck's sake. I don't think that's been acknowledged by Disney in any way ever. But there's like they're just boom there in the end. It's fucking crazy. It, it, uh, some of those cameos that they got. And the, so yeah. Randy Marsh is in a Randy Marsh is, Randy in Marsh a fucking, is chilling in a sauna. In a, in a sauna room. I was I, I got with uh, two of the three little pigs. Get bonus time, a weekly uncensored and commercial free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just five dollars on Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime. And welcome back to our final segment where we're just going to dive straight into Don't feel like drawing that out because we lost Steve Guntley. Uh, we Universe, it's his podcast. Go yeah, find it wherever podcasts are offered. Ultra 64, so good. Um, and then he's, he's a guest on uh, patreon.com slash laser times 80s in depth. So. Yeah, much like the uh, Wii U, his time was just cut short on our show. Mm-hmm. Just didn't, didn't, yep. couldn't make it all the way through. Yep. Um, so let's see. A bunch of new stuff came out in the past week. Session Skate Sim uh, uh, is it's a session. Yeah, it's a skate sim. It's uh, in the spirit of Tony Hawk and skate, and it kind of has a unique hook in that, like the thumbsticks are your feet. And, uh, this means like there, I've only really played through the tutorial. I didn't have a lot of time this week, but, uh, and, yeah. And you, apparently not skate. 
So. <laughs> well, not really, but uh, it's it's kind of neat because it's like okay, so you want to do an ollie, you get up uh, up some speed, you hold down if if your left foot is on the back of the board, you hold down the left thumbstick, you pop up the right thumbstick, you do an ollie. Um, you can turn with the LT and RT triggers. Uh, you have to, if you want to grind, you have to hit like the rail in different ways. So like, okay, if you want to, uh, grind on the middle of the board, you, uh, push both sticks out into, in opposite directions, uh, so that you, you know, you're, you're, it's straddling the rail or, um, you know, you, you push them in the same direction to, to get both trucks on there to, to grind. Like it's, it's neat. I was intimidated by skate controls because mm-hmm. those were more complicated than Tony Hawk. What, once you've reached perfection, do you, do you really need to redefine the yeah, way but, to control a skateboard in video games? But, but Tony Hawk eventually adopted all that too in the land a trick mode in like project mm. eight where it, not a bad game. Made it more simulation in a slow motion environment where a skate was just like the analog sticks are your legs. That's mm. how you have to think of them. So it did the, it did the same thing because I never really got into skate ice. I remember it being more no, complicated like than this. <laughs> yeah, it was way too hard to control. It was way too way too realistic, like real skateboarding. It's mm. like man, no, we gotta have that, coordination. That, that weird period of EA doing like 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 Fight Night where the, like the two analog That's sticks are your cool. arms and like. Mm. Uh, this is hard to keep track of. Yeah, well, I mean, if you like this kind of sim, there's another one for you. And I was kind of it's it's by um, is it Nacon the uh, the people that did the Rambo game and the uh, RoboCop game? Yeah, and then yeah, I published something else recently that I liked. Uh, oh, um, that uh, Steel Rising they did ah. that, um, which is quite good. But uh, yeah, this is. Uh, it's, it's weird because I think it's, it's like $60 on consoles and then I got it on Steam where it's like less than 40. So that's There's a lot of weird talk about that. Um, because the, the $70 era is, is coming upon us very soon. It's it's been upon us for two years almost now. Yeah, but this, this fall it'll be unavoidable. Like you can't buy Horizon on PS4 and get the free upgrade, blah, 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 Mm. all that stuff. And I just... Like, I hate this company more than anything, but Walmart has everything for $10 off. You should never pay That's for their it. deal, right? Is their deal yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's okay. Everything, everything. Like, from, from yeah, Switch games. Remember when to, that was Amazon's deal? Like, if you pre ordered a game on Amazon, yeah, it's it, always. Oh, yeah. Amazon. But again, like, I never trust Amazon to get me my shit mm-hmm. by the time we need to record, so I tend to just go get it. Also, I'm sorry, physical media is a pain. I know you're a yeah, big proponent, totally. Chris, but like, yeah, I do not like stuffing discs into a console anymore. Yeah. Just load it up. Show me my game fridge. <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> you could market a product called Game yeah. Fridge that is just a locker. For not 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 lazy. It's just like when you live to be as old no, as us. I am lazy. <laughs> I, that, I'm, I'm that. not lazy because like I yeah I'm recently saying I on, am. institution on thirty twenty ten. It's like oh, I gotta go watch Firefly. I'm like. I know I own the standard definition and the Blu-ray version of that. And I go downstairs and dig through all my shit for two fucking hours and find nothing. (laughs) So for for me, the, the, the turning point came when, uh, I think we wanted to watch Rikio, the story of Ricky. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, we've got this on DVD. So I dig out the DVD. It's a widescreen DVD. Uh, so what, but, but it's still, you know, those widescreen things 
were four by three. So what I get when I put that into oh my god <laughs> into the DVD oh, player gosh, and watch yeah. it on my modern TV is the you know the, the square, square in the middle that With has black, black bars. bars. So the, the the movie is just on a narrow strip in the center that, of the screen in a the, huge mark, black the mark, field. The mark and the Funky Bunch Sega CD version yes, of yes, that yes. movie. That's why TVs have that zoom feature. It's to mm-hmm. to do that. Like you yeah, so, and then I do that, and it looks like shit on top of yeah. But I, in terms of someone who likes to watch good media, like if I have to use the zoom feature. I shouldn't be here to begin with. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, I never could figure out, you know, the double-sided DVDs, one's widescreen, one is right. four by three. Mm-hmm. It's always like, side A. Which, which side with the label up is that, the, if, you, yes. if you have widescreen up. label up, up is, is, is that version. That's the version. So it's 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 counterintuitive. So the laser scanning the the data on the bottom of the disc with the label up. Okay. I never could. It's, it's like a fucking USB. It's like a, it's like a USB plug. I never it's could get it good. right the first time. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. As a 302010 participant, like, yeah, it ends up, oh, god damn. There's so many things recently that I've had to break. Thank God I had standard definition DVDs of this because it's not on Blu-ray and it's not streaming. Yeah. And I got to figure all that shit out. Yeah. How did we get here? Um, what, what game? What does the next game? <laughs> I forget. Yeah. But um, Beacon Pines came out. It's on Game, game Pass. Pass. And it is a charmingly sinister little adventure game that has takes an interesting tactic that it's like, oh, it, it very much feels like a children's storybook adventure, but it has a unique twist in that there are junctions in the story uh, where, like, as you're wandering around the world and investigating things, you can collect these charms. And the charms, like, show the main character, like, chilling or uh, pondering something. And then uh, when you get to a junction in the story, someone will ask you, like, oh, what are you, what are you and your friends going to do? And suddenly the charms pop up and it's like one of these is your answer. So you have to have collected your answer in the world. Oh. And depending on which one you use, that can change the direction of the story. So if you've, if you've found, like, a certain uh, charm somewhere in the world that can, like, dramatically alter this decision... Or if you haven't found it by the time you reach that decision, then uh, you know you won't get to see that path. Um, so it's, it's interesting, and it's it's a kids in peril kind of game with you know these these kids investigating a mystery in their hometown, and there's always as opposed to teens in trouble. Yes, a friend of the show. Hey! Uh, yeah. band. Uh, you got to you got to get that album right now. Yeah, uh, the hit single. EP. Uh, hit it up on Spotify. Teens mm-hmm. in trouble, people. Yeah, Beacon Pines. If you have Game Pass, it's "Quote unquote free," so check oh. it out. Um, and also, Hoko Life has hit consoles. Uh, we talked about it a few months ago when it hit PCs. It's basically an Animal Crossing like, a little bit mm. more linear with a little bit more direction, and like here, go craft twenty of these things, whatever. But uh, it it very clearly wears its Animal Crossing influence on its sleeve. It is now on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So Will it supplant Disney Dreamlight Valley in terms of like, hey, do a bunch of stuff you would go to college to avoid? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back in three Probably months not. because they, did you see they announced that, Chris? What's what? coming in three months? No. The Scar expansion. Oh, Ooh. shit! What oh, shorts is Jeremy, he gonna make Jeremy us do, Andrew's I wonder? There. Uh, you kill kill your dad, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, kill twenty dads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then download come early back to, to me be for a prepared. bonus. Act. 
around. Uh, speaking of killing 20 of something, I, I spent more time in Metal Hellsinger I want to touch on really yes. quickly. So I, I played through more of the Hells, uh, and they're Did all quite enjoyable. Uh, yeah, I got I got it to sing. I got that 16x multiplayer and nice, stuff. It's nice. great. Um, but I, um, yeah, you know, they're nice in that they have variety of the different, you know, hells and stuff. But then I, I tried out, um, I went back and once you beat a level that opens these things called torments, uh, and the torments are basically like little challenge modes in there. But, um, the reason you play them is you get, uh, the sigils. If you complete them, if you accomplish all the, the challenges and they're basically like permanent power ups that you can equip a few at a time. And so it, it is worth going and it does things like, Hey, this will extend your streak. If you get hit once, it won't reset your, 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 uh, hit streak counter, that kind of thing. I'm so, sorry, Maddie. I'm drunk, but, um, yes, I really wanted to like this game. And last time I heard you guys talk about it, it was kind of, it was a rhythm game that was sort of out of sync. It, it really requires you got to do the setup and you might have to do the setup a few times mm. until you kind of find out for what works for yourself in terms of because it, it's the tough part is in, in the um, where you're doing the calibration thing. It's like tap a or the right trigger. But in the game, all the attacks are the right trigger. And, and you know, trying to have an analog thing mapped to the rhythm is harder because it's like, well, wh- at what point right. am I am I going all the way down on the analog trigger to make it you know happen or whatever versus the A button just you know, one, one short little click. So I think that's what has it slightly off and, and why I had to do it a few times. I tried it on console as opposed to PC. Uh, and I, I found the experience more enjoyable on, on console. So, uh, that's where I've been playing is on my did Xbox. I, did I, did I yell at you guys about that? Like, um, my Xbox one X got struck by lightning mm-hmm. and I had to buy, even though I didn't really, feel the need to i had to buy an xbox series x and i'm having my problems with it and i think i might have a defective model i think you do that, but, yeah. but beyond beyond that I, I i had to like start going back and like i'm like what are the best looking games in the xbox series x and it was all games i played two years ago yeah <laughs> like a year ago um and i wasn't able to appreciate it and then like i got a need for speed hot pursuit boner and i played that and like, well, what about Forza? And oh, I, I loaded up Forza and like, okay, I this is recent enough ago to where I remember like this is running way better with yep. way better load times. The loads um, are really where you'll feel it. Right. Like, I, like uh, but I don't expect the modern consumer. How are you supposed to fucking gauge that as the modern consumer? You can't. You can't learn that on a kiosk. But you you can notice the 60 frames over the 30, and the Series X will run it at 60. And, and I still thought I had 60 frames on the Xbox One X. I, I like I I, I am enjoying it more. And I, 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 just so you know, like the game I played most this week is Forza Five oh, because did you get the expansion of the Series X. No, no, I didn't. I didn't buy it at all. You got to get that Hot Wheels expansion. I know, I know. That's I know. the thing. You don't need to buy the game. Just buy the expansion. That's the beauty of Game Pass. I know. I just but but I wanted to have the most next gen experience, and apparently, according to every article, it is Forza Horizon Five. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Even racing though I games, played it a year ago. I mean, there's a reason racing games used to be launch games for new systems all the time, is they are good showcase yeah, games for for the power. Yeah, for true. The power. So. Yeah. But yeah, but Metal Hellsinger is is fun, and I'd say there's there's more depth to it than just. You know, the main story stuff. No, no, I, like I want to love this game. No, I it's, want it's to fun. love it. It's fun. And it's, it, it doesn't, I mean, I, it took me a few hours to get about halfway through, and I like that. I'm like, okay, cool. Game Pass game that's going to take me, you know, eight hours to finish or something. Like, sign me up. That that sounds mm. perfect. Is that is that 
how how long it took you to get through? No, no, no. I, I'm only about halfway through, and I'm mm. about three hours into the game. Oh, great! So I, yeah. I mean, you can you can find out how long it'll take because uh, howlongtobeat.com is now integrated with uh, hey! exactly on the platform. Game descriptions, yeah. yeah. It takes a little while, I think, for those stats to populate, but yeah, mm. it's 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 right there on the. Just like this has sort of been a hidden feature in Xbox, but like True Achievements has a partnership with Microsoft, where right. like if you wanted to find a solution to any achievement, you just have to have the app and you can look it up, like. It's so convenient. <laughs> like, hmm. like PlayStation will let you reveal hidden achievement or hidden trophies now, but it doesn't necessarily have the solution right there. Yeah, in it doesn't mind. tell you how to do it. Yeah, Xbox is kind of like, yeah, hey, here's how you do this one. I love that. Nice. Uh, and then um, it's coming out after we record. I'm I'm really curious. I want to play Valkyrie Elysium. Yeah, me I guess too. It might be my first Valkyrie game. I mean, so. I loved Valkyrie Profile. I never got into Valkyrie mm. Profile Silmaria. But, uh, well, I say I love Valkyrie Profile. I got into it with the, the PSP remake, Valkyrie Profile Lineth. Uh, but, yeah, that, that style of, of game is, is really cool. Like, it, it took a really unique approach to JRPGs that um, uh, I think... What was the game that was sort of like that that came out a couple of years ago? Like, Inseparable, something like that? I forget. That's the one I, I say to Wiki Pares, not knowing what he's talking about. <laughs> Anyway, so that's yeah, it doesn't that. Matter. Maybe maybe next week if if one of us plays it, we'll we'll have some thoughts there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, let's mm-hmm. move along to News. Indivisible. That was the game. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that game. Yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like I should be very somber, very sad as I introduce mm. the next segment known as the VGA Hollywood segment. Can you, can you somehow auto-tune that so it's in a minor key? <laughs> uh, that's a great point. I should try that. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't even know if it counts as Hollywood because this is an HBO, direct yeah. HBO series. It but, might uh, as well be. The Last of Us HBO Max uh, teaser trailer finally hit, where you got to see, got to see you some some Last of Us that uh, you know set to Alone and Forsaken by Hank Williams, a great song. Mm, but it's, you never um, got to see clickers before, and um, uh, you got a little little glimpse of a of a clicker here and there, like one head on shot of the clicker. It's uh, it's revolting even, as you would think. But this is a wonderful thing because, like, um, I, I was reading the uh, George R. R. Martin. Song of Fire and Ice before Game of Thrones mm. hit. And like every gamer is like, the clickers are not the problem in yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they show they, a lot of human a killing. <laughs> they're they a show problem, a lot of humans like, killing humans in like, this teaser. None sure. of my memories of the second game are like, who cares about clickers? It's yeah, all clickers these... are barely in the same. Yeah. Game, I, I feel like I, I used them as a tool more than. Yeah. Like I would throw, yes. you know, while being stalked by other, you know, the enemy faction, I would like throw a noise grenade over toward them and that would lure all the clickers in their direction. And but yeah. I'm just saying gamers get to lure that over the heads of last of us viewers. Um, yeah. Clickers are it's not. True. Yeah. We, we kind of, yeah, we, we, it's a great point. Yeah. Cause we kind of have all the insider knowledge if you yeah. play through both games. Mm. So not that they're not, a, and then I'm sure it'll deviate, but like I, keep, I love saying this, the more successful this is, the more, 
Naughty Dog is going to be forced to make a Last of Us Part 3. And Part 2 was just like, it, it felt like this Paul Rudd and Wet Hot American Summer, like, dude. Is this good? Is this a sequel you wanted, Sony? Like, uh, like, like when he has uh, to pick up the trash. This this <laughs> is please is not a crowd pleaser, and if people know what it's about, this will not move consoles. Uh, I cannot wait to see how this makes Last of Us last longer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, it looks like very true to the game. No, it looks very good. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, um, and, and if 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 the HBO audience becomes, imagine if this is one half. Of the Game of Thrones fandom, we will never stop seeing Last of Us games. <laughs> what I really hope is, I hope mainstream audiences, you know, because their reference points are like, "Oh, this is this is a Walking Dead ripoff," and I just want to be like, "No, it is not that. It is no. the opposite of that." Stop mm-hmm. saying that. Like, yes, all zombie fiction ultimately kind of has. And my my favorite parts reason. about Walking Dead are are like things that are bold faced addressed in Last of Us. It's the human yeah. aspect. And, and and how this ruins all of us. And, and Last of Us though is p- takes place twenty years after the outbreak, and so there's a little bit more mm. of an established human society versus uh, mm-hmm. at least the Walking Dead stuff I've seen, which is like you know a few years after. So what are the odds of Nick Offerman making it through the season? I'm saying zero. I mean, if he's based on the character, I think he's based on like yeah, he'll just show up briefly and then uh, die. No, he doesn't die. Well, whatever. Uh, Ellie will steal his porn, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we'll see. He's, has Bill? Mm. Bill? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, And, and yeah, of course, uh, you know, um, Joel played by Pedro Pascal and Ellie by uh, Bella Ramsey, who I didn't make the connection before. I'm like, wow, we got two Game of Thrones actors yep. in this yep. uh, HBO series. Mm-hmm. That's great. Right. So Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it looked good. It looked good. The teaser's out there. Go check yeah, it out good. if you are a fan of the games. Um they're doing right. We always kind of complain and like Hollywood always thinks it needs to place their spin on a thing. And I get that, right? Because if you're just literally remaking the game, it's like, well, then you're not as good. Because the thing with games is they're interactive versions well, of fiction. It's, it's not right? us so. or the listeners, but like if you talk to Matt behind the scenes, you're the one who fucking <laughs> releases oh, that yeah. information. Oh, I mean, it's it's, you know... I saw what execs did to we, I, I clowned on a on a movie earlier tonight, like Electra, right? Like I saw what execs do to establish right. geek culture mm-hmm. stuff, right? They always have to place their mark on it because mm-hmm. there's one thing Hollywood execs have. It's this evil, could have been right? the greatest so, thing ever if only I had this one thing inputted into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, no, this looks this looks really good. So I'm looking forward to this and I, another movie I'm I'm hoping will be good that we we got the announcement of the announcement love when this happens. So um they are teasing uh this will debut next week October 6th at 4 p.m. Eastern at New York Comic Con. We will see the first teaser trailer premiere of Nintendo and Illumination's Super Mario Brothers movie. That's right. It's a me Mario. You might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> Is that your Chris Pratt? <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's actually my radio that's, that's doing Mario. His fucking cliched version of every CG movie. Here. <laughs> it's a me. I yeah. know. How did I get here? But no. that sounded like Chris Pratt. Like that could have been your Pratt. How did know? I wind up in a New York where yeah. I don't belong and wasn't from? Why am I a hang glider attached to a cart? Why are you Russian? You are Russian Mario now. <laughs> Why am I hanging out with Cyclops from X Men? I don't know. He I just in this kind of mushroom kingdom. Uh, the toad kill you. I, I don't know. 
I am dating someone new and picked up the new Minions movie from Illumination, who's making the Mario movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that movie's you mean the the Groot, the Rise of the Rise Groot of Groot, or whatever. Yes, that movie's Groot. good. You disagree? I want the longest <laughs> silence that's ever happened on the show. That movie's fine. No, it isn't, Matt. No, it isn't. <laughs> the, the, it's not fine. It's very, you very bad. You don't see a lot of kid, it's, kid it's, films. It, now. It's very bad, and I have never had less hope for whatever this is going to be. Because because that's illumination with no notes from <laughs> translated from, from Japanese from developers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be bad. So Bad. what percentage of the movie do the minions spend wearing uh, MAGA hats and holding glasses of wine? <laughs> I might, my perception of them might have been uh, shaped by that's, Facebook. That's the thing. Like, I, 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 I forget I've seen every <laughs> one of these movies and like I don't get the fandom. And, mm. and Michael said this thing like, did that really happen? I don't know. Like, what? Why are these things so popular? They suck. They suck so much. That, that's why they're popular. <laughs> Don't you fucking besmirch Kevin, all right? Kevin is I a like good Kevin. minion. Kevin has an arc. <laughs> but the other two guys and Olaf, like... They're, they're cute and you pr- can project literally anything Yeah, they them. can die in a fire. I don't give a shit. How dare you? They're the worst. They're the worst. And, and, and like, they shoot banana-scented fart spray at you in Universal. Mm-hmm. That's good I, I hate the nice. idea of, of, of people like, boy, aren't these irreverent animated characters? And like, man... Do I need to start a YouTube channel? What the fuck is wrong with you? There's so many better animated characters out there. No, the thing that pisses me off is these are yeah. rabbits. They They're are rabbits. rabbits. They just don't call them that. And they should be paying and you Ubisoft tired things. of the rabbits. And Illumination never did. <laughs> they don't scream nearly enough to be rabbits. Yeah, they, they scream they quite a bit in this movie, enough Michael. to be rabbits. There's a lot of screaming in that mm-hmm. movie. I am... My my expectations that are are at an all time low after Rise of Gru, and I missed the last two fucking Minions Despicable Me movies. But uh, ugh, yuck, yuck. All right, hear you. Uh, hey, in what could be the least surprising leak ever, Returnal for PC seemingly leaked. That's um, mm. It does include some stuff that is not on the PS5 version. Right. It includes a DLSS. That's the thing, I think, where if you have a powerful enough graphics card, it like uses AI to improve the resolution. Right? Yeah, I think so, yes. yes. And then ray-traced shadows. Here's, though, the interesting part of the story. To me, I looked it up. I'm like, wait, is this the first PS5 exclusive that Sony would be releasing on PC? Because everything up until now have been ports of games that hmm. were on PS4. So like this God of War. Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There is no PS4 version of Returnal, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and, and obviously the, the PC versions, they're the best looking versions like Horizon and stuff. But it's like, yeah, this is the first time. It's something that's just on PS5. The, the game that on sale, the lowest I've ever seen it is fifty dollars still Wowzers. on PS5. And I am I am the biggest fan in the world of God of War and Spider Man. This is a much better game. So you say it is a much better game. And if Wait, I had what? played it in the year we had talked about Game of the Year, it would have been there for me. And do you think Returnal is better than Spider Man and God yes. of War twenty eighteen? Yes, that is. No, that yes. that's objectively. Ask me wrong. any more questions you would like. <laughs> that's yes. ob- that, like I. Yes. That's wrong. No. That's just. Yeah. Wrong. I, no, I know Brett incorrect. really liked this game. Mm-hmm. No, Returnal is amazing. It's one of the best. It's, it's it, not it, bad. It is the it's, best it's, exclusive it's, so far. It's too hard to see the story because it's a fucking roguelike. Anyway, so uh, 
It's coming to PC, uh, apparently. Allegedly. They, they mm-hmm. took the leaks down, yeah. but uh, looks like it. I so. mean, like, allegedly it's coming, but the leaks they DMCA removed from YouTube. Yeah, so. right. Yeah. Well, what does that tell you? Here's right, the thing, you- like... It's interesting that this is happening because I was just thinking when you guys were talking about the Xbox Series X, like I barely turn mine on anymore and I'm getting the point like, yeah, I I know this is okay. An Xbox Series X is much more affordable than Mm -hmm. like a high end PC. But if you're lucky enough to have a high end PC, you don't need an Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Like the, you, you can already play these games, and they'll look much better. Than the, the only reason versions. you don't turn yours on is because you always forget the games are on Game Pass, and you buy them on accident. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but I can get them on Game Pass on PC, <laughs> right? Also, right. but what not Michael's saying, what not Michael's always. saying That's is only about true. Half the Game Pass games, like, like basically, I, I feel like there's some weird Microsoft return where, like, we sign up for Game Pass. And be sure to remember to buy an Xbox for your television so you can we, play we, your PC games on your television. Their strategy is a content and subscription plan. Okay, but Absolutely. let me make the second half of that. Okay, but yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. do, like, that does not apply to the PS5 because the PS5 does have mm. those exclusives locked down. So, like, you know, if I want to play what's on Xbox, I, you know, can play almost all of it on PC. I can't say that about PS5, but. If this is the direction that Sony's going to go in, eventually that will be the case. It's 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 so funny. That's what happens with an unregulated universe. The idea that Steam is like, yeah, whatever crypto NFT game you want to put on here is great. Uh, I think but Steam also is Microsoft is going to sneak its subscription stuff. plan on here and like eat your fucking lunch for the rest of the, year, <laughs> for the next 10 years. Sony, though, I think what they're realizing is these development budgets for these exclusives are so high. Like eventually Not they're it. like, we, we got to put it on other platforms right. to try to recoup some of that investment. And yeah. it's the, the extra $10 per copy isn't quite cutting it. And if their strategy is to wait a year or, or two between, you know, okay, we're going to wait two years for the PC version or whatever it is. You're not old like, now. Okay. I don't feel it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a, I don't bl- feel it. that is a blink of an eye. I, I, I already took down my fall Halloween decorations and I'm like, I, could have sworn I just put these. Fucking pissed! I just stopped actually. putting them up because the goddamn hurricane. No, mm. there's that too. No, no. Um, just imagine the giant skeleton being carried away by a tornado. No, <laughs> don't even joke about osmosis boats. <laughs> being That's a great name. Taken away. That's a great name. No, you know you can start measuring the years like clockwork by the number of Star Wars games hey. that are going to come out because Disney reportedly wants a two. He want they want two. Big games, Star Wars games every year. At least one AAA and one smaller game. I think it's every hilarious because like they have more than two mobile games a year. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But yeah, they, they're they're kind of yeah. Reportedly saying they want they want to uh, you know just a little bit of history there. They they signed with EA for exclusivity several years ago, and I, I think by most accounts. I don't think either side was really pleased with how that exclusive partnership. I, I think out. EA mm-hmm. signed those rights despite not making those types of games to make sure their competitors didn't get them. But like you don't want EA doesn't make those games. You don't. Uh, right. they belong to the time they else. were and, until they, they acquired respawn and they finally got a good single player star Wars game. And they, they got motive now that, that did some single player stuff. But yeah, I mean, and, and now that deal is expired, the exclusivity part. And so EA is just one of, the people who can make Star Wars games, and we're already seeing it, right? We we have like Jedi, Fallen Orders, Respawn. You have um, the Heavy Rain people are are doing uh, a new one, right? Yeah. Um, what are their name? 
shit, Quantic Dream is doing a Star Wars game, right? So, uh, but yeah, it, it is interesting to me that we sort of had that drought for so long of Star Wars games because of this EA exclusivity no, deal. And it was, honestly, it was a cause... fucking WWE Vince McMahon thing. Like, I will buy this so no one else can use this. Right. <laughs> and, and, and also, it was just sort of like Disney moves, they are a behemoth company. They move slowly. They react to mm-hmm. stuff slowly, right? And so, just like we always complain, like, you know, Disney bought Marvel and we start, We don't have any Marvel AAA games. Like, they're coming around and, and they are starting to come out now, but it's it, it's two. like almost past the zeitgeist. The yep. Zeitgeist. It's too late. It's like, well, yeah, the, the I hate to say this. I know I will piss people off, but I feel like the MCU stuff, it already peaked. Like, we're, we're maybe it'll have another peak down the line, but like, it, it definitely feels like a little bit of a but downturn. But yeah, I don't right? see how it gets bigger than it. How do you get bigger than Infinity Anymore. War? Like, I just yeah, don't see it. Don't yeah. get it. They're like the 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 age of Kang, and like I've read one hundred thousand Marvel comics, and Kang is in ten. Yeah. Like, what are you talking mm. about? <laughs> it, this is also very. It's very easy for uh, Disney to say as as the licensor, right? Because all they're doing is is granting people rights to mm-hmm. use their stuff, and yeah, they say like a hey, Lucasfilm is going to manage hey, we, this. But we want to like, sell two of these licenses per year. Yeah, yeah. Like all it is is we want we want other people this to take is the, the Chris risk Pratt for Mario us. Voice. By we the want way. people to take the risk for us twice a year. Like, great. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, of course, yeah. They're, they're fucking, already doing that, that, and 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 I, I don't know. Like, like the point is, they shouldn't. No, none of these companies should sign any more exclusive rights to anything. What they should do is calculate uh, the return people get on things. If you sell something to some fly-by-night mobile product, maybe they get 10%. If EA wants to do something, maybe they get 30%. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. They should be able to negotiate yeah. that. Well, the good news is, if you're going to get two Star Wars games per year, you want some Darth Vader in there. Sure. Oh, yeah. And it's looking like we're going to get the Darth Vader voice we all know and love, James Earl Jones, for a long Forever. time to come. But not because he is continuing the role he's he's retiring and it actually my understanding is the past couple of years he's more consulted on that yeah role. i mean mm-hmm. but, but according to reports like what you heard in obi-wan for the most mm-hmm. part was a computer generated james earl jones voice and that's what he he sold off the rights to his voice to an ai company yep. respeacher uh so he you know his his estate will keep getting money for the license to that voice, but he no longer has to perform it, and it will be like an AI voice. Which honestly, I think this is the sign of things to come for actors and their likenesses and and voice. It'll start with voice, right? Because it's probably easier. This is a huge, to overcome a hugely the value, value prominent value voice of yeah. someone we know. Yeah. We know their face. That's not normally what happens. But also, like, that would be a huge bonus to a lot of actors. Like, oh, I don't have to come in and record pickups for things that I flubbed. Or, like, oh, the sound was off on this. Like, just get the fucking computer I bet they would lose a little money out of (laughs) it. Maybe. They would lose a little money out of the deal. Gene Hackman retired Mm -hmm. from acting several years ago, but he was doing voiceover for years after, right? For low. Signature signature voice. (laughs) Signature voice, right? So, like, yeah, all he would need to do if he wants to set his family up forever in perpetuity is just like, yeah, I'm going I'm to sell my voice to some AI company, right. and you would then get Gene Hackman voice in so many commercials. And if right? you've been like listening to Sick of Star Wars, um, nobody has made more money off Star Wars uh, other than George Lucas than Alec Guinness. 
Yeah, sure. He, mm-hmm. he he did sign a sweetheart deal to begin with, but also like he's been dead for a long time, and every time his character or his likeness appears, he gets like three million dollars. Uh, wow. He makes he makes I, I believe eighty million dollars a year on Star Wars, and he's been dead for twenty years. Nice. So yeah, I mean, this is I, I don't know how I feel about this because typically it feels in the past when we've seen and Star Wars was one of the pioneers here with sort of the you know yeah, hey the uh, this actor this actor is dead and we're doing a computer version of them it feels a little exploited but at the same time I think I'm okay with this one because he's still alive and he's selling off the rights like right. yes go ahead and use my my voice yeah my son. I can't remember where my shoes are. Who stole my shoes? <laughs> yes, I hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't was doing want a very accurate impression of whatever's happening to James Earl Jones. Who yeah, stole my keys? Everyone's against right. me. That's what dementia <laughs> looks like. Uh, yeah. Suppose he has that, that same baritone at home. Like that's his yes. normal speaking voice. Wow. Yes, yeah. he always yeah, he yeah. always did. He's a, He's a he's a wide man. Always has been. Even when he was skinny, he was a wide man. He can, he can turn into a snake too, like in Conan. That's yeah. great. It's cool. No, but I mean, for this, I'm, I'm better with this. Um, and the reason I brought it up is because obviously that means we we could get the voice in video games too, not just movies and TV, right? Mm-hmm. But it, at least he's alive, selling the the, the likeness yes. or the rights. Well, what about what about Chad Vader? Vader? Like I yeah, mockery's yeah, yeah. not bringing in that much money nowadays. Chad Vader yeah. used to do all this work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. It really yeah. is true. I hate that guy. I want to put him out of a job. But that is all the news that is fit to play. Well, that brings us to the community segment, which is always a segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week was, uh, when leaks happen, do you go and look at them, or do you prefer to avoid spoilers? Uh, on com, first to respond was Vocalik, who says... I've only ever liked leaks when they're for things we have never heard about or are accidents. A recent example is when the achievement list for the GoldenEye remaster leaked. Prior to that, we had no idea that was coming at all, and as far as leaks go, it seems like it was relatively harmless. As for leaks like the GTA 6 one, I don't like those because people were actively hurt and taken advantage of to get them, and we didn't really gain anything positive from it. Yeah, that's true. A man... Riding a woman riding a motorbike says, uh, question of the week. Uh, I never really understood checking out most leaks. It either ruins an experience uh, I'm looking forward to, or it's a waste of time because I'm not interested in the game to begin with. Besides, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if most leaks actually came from the marketing, <laughs> the marketing uh, with manager approval to build hype. So the reason I included this is mm-hmm. so I could, um, Drag you, a man riding a motorbike, <laughs> riding, 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 riding. That doesn't happen. Um, at least none of the games I've ever worked on, I've never been in a conference room where we said, let's intentionally leak this thing to build up buzz. There's too much that can go wrong mm. with that shit. I like, have I, a thing I, we talked about in 302010 that is in defiance of what you're saying, Manny. Well, that's dumb. That is a dumb it, it strategy. Dumb. Honestly, it's dumb. It, it's- it, it was dumb. It's it's calculated as one of those things that killed this movie. But yeah. uh, 20 years ago, last week, Firefly debuted. Yeah. And then the movie Serenity came out mm-hmm. uh, five years after the cancellation of Firefly. And um, 
Universal kept screening it at uh, cons because, like, you know, who cares? The Internet's not going to tell who dies and lives. And, of course, they did. Mm. And they kept... They they basically went uh, and the movie got de- delayed. They 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 pushed the movie back by six months, in addition to where where it was released at. So like it ended up, it ended up showing for free in front of a bunch of fans who were talking about it online for one year. So by the time it came out, like it was spoiled for everyone, and the people most likely to pay for it saw it for free. That's different, though, than an intentional it is, leak. It is. That, that is someone mm. not understanding. So what, what I'm saying is marketing teams spend months, you know, sometimes years, planning these announcements and saying, okay, what's the way we can get the most pickup? What this uh, stipulates basically is like we're going to get more pickup for our thing by leaking it out to tease it, and then we can confirm with our official announcement, which is like, well, why wouldn't you just come out with the most kick-ass version of this thing ever, mm-hmm. and then you know that's your announcement? Now, I, I will, I will admit, I feel to, like you're sometimes tying it there into, are uh, uh, Deadpool. That's how Deadpool was announced. Sometimes there are teaser assets that that that's where it gets a little gray areas. Like, yeah, people might be like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna create, make this teaser asset, and then have it followed up with like a big kind of official announcement, but that's right. not. I again, I've never sat there where we're like, let's leak this thing on purpose to the public. I know it happens. Right. It's very rare, is what mm. I'm saying. Like, I've I've never met any. And the, 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 there's nothing to, it, to so. be gained from it. Like, if yeah. you don't do it again, why leak stuff? Like, well, I just, my, my point is, if you're newsworthy, you're newsworthy. Right. The leak isn't going to help you be newsworthy. Right. If your thing people are are worth talking about. You can put that out on official channels and all the same outlets are going to talk about you. There's nothing that like being a leak will somehow make you more newsworthy. I remember, I remember wanting to throttle Kotaku about that. Like if you're the first person to post that NeoGAF leaked that, cool. But like, great. You have an internal source at a major publisher and you're re- releasing a trailer two months ahead of time. Like this doesn't exist until people confirm it exists. And, and, and it, was I was I telling you guys that when like I worked at Capcom, like uh, everything from Dead Rising Three leaked years early, like like multiple years, and I wasn't at the company. And then I go to the company, uh, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, Dead Rising 3. Everybody, most fans forgot about that or didn't see it. Like it, it just didn't matter. Um, and, and I was, I had to be told in hindsight, like, like, wow, all our assets and our names and our characters got leaked two years ago from a hack, not in like the GTA one. Um, and yeah. yeah, it didn't really matter until we as a company said like, this exists, we're making this. The, the other sort of related theory I sometimes see people on the internet have is, well, they had to leak that because they could never, they would get in trouble if they officially released that asset, right? And, Again, and to that I would only, say... Only the Deadpool trailer is the only thing I'm thinking yeah, of. I would say the only thing that, that like, you'd, you'd have to, it'd have to be something like Batgirl, where it's like, no, yeah. they literally promised the IRS they would never release Did you see that Christmas tree sequence? I am so fucking pissed. But like the reason you would never do that is if it ever got back to you, mm-hmm. you're subject to the same fines by yeah. you know ESRB or whatever. Like you wouldn't like oh we had to leak this because we couldn't officially release it. Like that's bullshit. If if you can release it as a marketing campaign, you do it. 
There's no anyway. Yeah. I just want to dispel that myth. Like I know I see people drag that shit out all the time. Right. I know in it, wrestling that kind of thing happens for <laughs> leverage and all that stuff. It, it but does, this, but this only through like that. individual wrestlers can release little trailers for themselves. But like there's no mm-hmm. way a major publisher with ESRB ratings is allowed to like leak a thing with that much r- money on the line yeah. for any game. Like there yeah. are intentional teasers we don't call them leaks it's like yeah we're gonna do an image that's a teaser but yeah. it's tied to an official announcement later like so anyway um, I'm, I'm not i'm not kidding like these are the things i'm fascinated by and matt has all the information on so like i hope people care that you're dispensing this information so fucking figured out man writing woman writing a motorbike point figure out your ass uh <laughs> ginger fluffer 69 says I'm 40 years old. The only leaks I care about are the ones I have to call a plumber for or a doctor about. I barely have enough time for the games I can play. Fair enough. Good attitude, Jinjo Fluffer 69. (laughs) Very astute. My Uh, cock is leaking, but I'm impotent and sterile. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's relatable to me. Uh, Semi-Fracky says, I'm with Matt. If I'm excited to play a game, I ignore everything about it until I'm ready to play it. I've talked myself out of playing games after reading a poor review or seeing an out-of-context clip in a preview and spent years missing out on some really great games. Which, by the way, the only other news thing I saw, did you see EA and Tecmo Koei just announced yes, a Monster Hunter the, clone? A Monster like, Hunter clone. Yeah. It looks cool. Huh. Mm-hmm. It looks cool as shit, but like also... I'm taking a wait-and-see approach Waiting. Waiting. Mm-hmm. Why would EA want to be involved with this? Yeah, why would you partner, if you're Tecmo Koei, why would you partner with EA for that? Yes. That's very uh, strange. I'm EA. Do you have a game that needs to be constantly updated with free DLC? We'd love to be doing this. <laughs> so the reason I, I did pull this answer out, it's more that latter half. Like, I, So it's so funny because I'm, I, you know, on the show, I'm like, yeah, I, I try to avoid when I'm really excited for a game. It's like, that's my job is to put out assets to excite people for games. Right. But the second half I definitely identify with, which is like, yeah, like, I will sometimes avoid reading reviews and stuff because I want to judge for myself. And there are games, just like I said, I like that Rise of Gru movie that Chris hates and thinks it's, is terrible. It's awful. There are, there are some things that you know reviewers might say are awful that I will enjoy. And so why would I go in kind of prepared to hate a thing just because some critic told me I should hate it? You know, so mm. I get it. No, I, I, I'm totally with you on that. I I I, I am because like um. What I really hated about certain movements in the game community, and I won't quote a hashtag, is that you, you already think, don't need to. Is that you think every? We just want your fucking money. That's all we do is conspire to get your money. Like, no, I've worked at million dollar corporations. Our job is to get you excited, and it gets us excited if you get excited. And. Yep. And that, that goes for the develop, developers too. Like everybody wants you to be excited in a good way. Yeah. Um. And and, and it, it's so less nefarious than you think it is. Uh. And and my whole career was like, uh, Ducktales. Uh, we should make a real money bin. Like we could never do that. Let's do that. And we did. <laughs> and we did. And then like and for me, it, it was like one of the best experiences of my life. And that that was game marketing. Uh, yeah, making people feel good about a thing coming out. Like, um, marketing is a... <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm a Bill Hicks fan, but, like, marketing isn't, all, isn't always evil. Uh, anyway, keep going. 
On the official Laser Time community on Facebook, Joe Mizino Northrup says, Yes, but only after the game has been out. One, mm. For example, the recent Pokemon Red Blue and Gold Silver leaks. Getting the chance to see early versions of beloved games is always amazing, especially when they confirm playground rumors, such as the Gen 1 glitch Pokemon being cut, Gen 2 Pokemon, or solving mysteries like the old man saying your old Raichu went and evolved. They, they cut third stage evolution, Gorochu. Mm. I have no idea what I just said. I don't know. Uh, we, we'll follow up. There's more. Another Pokemon one. Kelly Ryan, RedRock963, says, I personally don't like leaks because it is so hard to tell what is fake and what is legitimate. Pokemon, here we go again, Pokemon has been horrible about this the last few years. It sucks to get my hopes up about something, only to find out it's right. fake. And, and Pokemon in particular is like, um, it not only has, uh, what would you call that? Not annual releases, but like by the clock releases and then by the by the clock re-releases. Yeah. So like, there are two rumors that are constantly always kind of true. <laughs> It yeah, they sucks. are. They've entered the phase of um, predictability on their re, on their remakes, right. right? It's like, oh yeah, it's that one was this many years ago. That they'll probably right. That one. Yeah, yeah. You're you're probably like, yeah. People can speak with. God, I hate YouTube so much because they could speak with like mad authority. I guarantee you, this year they're going to remake Silver. Like, yeah, this is routine. It's happened every two years. What are you doing? Right. Yeah, like uh, uh. Chris Reed, Craig Sniffin. Craig Sniffin says, uh, leaks suck ass for pretty much everyone involved. I'm big into Warhammer 40k, and there's a huge leak issue. Uh, the company has to scramble for damage control. Uh, planned reveals are ruined, and people uh, just get mad at a product they don't fully understand yet. Uh, people who have NDAs can't make any comments, and all the traffic goes to clickbait. Right. What I'm talking about with Pokemon. Not worth the 30 seconds of, of Reddit fame. Yep. It's true. NDA, if you don't know, non-disclosure agreement. Right. Yep. Listeners. Means you agree to get sued if you say anything out loud. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've leaked one thing in my entire life. And, and I'm only saying that because I worked with Michael and I'm grotesque and unorganized and terrible mm -hmm. at my job. But but I... <laughs> remember Disney Universe before Disney Infinity? They were like these yeah. gobs of goo who dressed mm -hmm. like Disney characters and like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, you can dress like Robin Hood and like we didn't announce you could dress like Robin Hood and like you said ninety characters, fuck, like uh, <laughs> so you were just guessing and you inadvertently no 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 I saw it I saw it but like they didn't it wasn't in the thing like uh, or maybe yeah. it was but like also who cares they're well, gobs of for goo you dressed like Disney characters. It wasn't like saying like Robin Hood's in the game. It's like the guy mm. has a there'll be a shitty blue mouse sticking out between a fox. <laughs> Look, Chris, they were trying to save that announcement for a furry convention. I know, I know, I know. Now, but that, that's the closest I've done to ever like leaking something because uh, you know, like Michael and I've done this work, and and so has Matt. Like uh. Mm. You go over thing with a fine tooth comb, and you don't want to fucking violate anybody's trust uh, because, like, it's not about um, adhering to the games industry. It's like an announcement is fun, man. Like, uh, I, I love telling my friends when I'm hammered, like, "Hey, man, there might be a fucking Zelda 
Link to the Past 2 coming up, but I would never tell the world that. That's so stupid. Like, what what do I have to gain by that? Ruining a surprise for everyone. Temporary internet fame that is very fleeting. Yeah, fleeting and doesn't, there's there's nothing you can do with that. It sucks. Uh, Finally, on Twitter, at ShyGuyFury says, I don't like leaks, but I'm a naughty boy, so I look at them anyway. He's going to do it. This is especially true of fighting games. When a new fighting game is coming out, it is fun to speculate who's going to be on the roster, and it's exciting whenever a reveal trailer for a new character drops. But when things leak, it kills a lot of the hype. I'm still super excited for Street Fighter VI, but it sucks that the entire launch roster, as well as some DLC characters, got leaked early on, mm-hmm. along with art of everyone's new designs. That also set some unrealistic expectations, like that all 22 leaked characters would be part of the launch roster. So when they recently revealed the game would launch with 18 characters, some people were disappointed, despite that being a really solid number for a completely new yeah, game. come on. Yeah. Hype-killing leaks happened a lot for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate 2. A lot of the characters were leaked shortly before their reveals. It was still exciting, but it was so much more so when I didn't see someone coming like with Sephiroth. And hey, Sakurai has given us so much. You never ask him for anything again. Also, he has his own YouTube channel now. That's true. It's fantastic. I recommend watching it. It's really interesting. That's a great example because like... um I remember the Street Fighter, you know, you know, I worked at Capcom and it's just like, uh, uh, leak Ken, E Honda and Blanca are coming to a Street Fighter game. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. of course they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no of kidding. course they yeah, are. But- like, wouldn't you rather see the fucking cinematic trailer? They spent a million dollars to mm-hmm. announce this. I, I, think, I like the point. Oh, go ahead, Michael. Well, I, I think also like the fact that DLC characters were leaked. Like there is yeah. a certain segment of the audience who will see something like that and feel as though, well, you're just withholding them. Like they were right. going to be in the game. You're making me pay for extra for part That's of the game that you should works. just be including. No, it's not how that works because you know they they imagine that like oh well you just you finish these. 22 characters and they're going to be in the game and then you know if it's successful then you'll sit down and think of some more characters that you can add as dlc like no that's all planned well in advance i like you know the point he's making about like yeah this all leaks up front like it says something that like so the netflix model isn't right for everyone like some some people don't like getting a fucking just dump of information all at once Mm -hmm. there is something to be said in marketing for spacing information out and building Especially excitement and hype game. over time, right? Yeah, it's it's like okay, we could just tell you, yeah, well, here's all eighteen fighters, or let's let's have a, and make it an event and announce a few at a time every week. And I know this is my job in marketing, but at the same time, it's like, well, no, but it's, I'm I'm currently watching that Lord of the Rings show on Prime. I appreciate the fact that I have fucking something to look forward to every Friday versus like, oh, yeah, I just binge that shit in, in one day or whatever, you know? I, th- in the news this week, uh, maybe you don't like Overwatch 2, but I love the Overwatch movies. Like mm-hmm. an, like announcing or going back into backstory of new characters. I thought that was fucking awesome. That was amazing. Yeah. No. It, it, it's great. And... um. And, and, and yeah, so but like I, I get from the Street Fighter community, like the character I know all the moves of—is he coming or not? I would like to know. Mm. Like, 
Yeah. That's different. I get it. I totally get yes, it. Yes, I know all the moves to make him come. Stop it, Michael. Stop. <laughs> You're th- I'm just building on <laughs> what Nobody's you said. Nobody's thousand hand fist is better than Michael's, by the way. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when he does it in the back of an E Honda. <laughs> Great. But but it's like but I get it for Street Fighter fans is like it's kind of something you need to know but also like hmm. you don't have another Street Fighter to go to <laughs> like just <laughs> wait wait uh, like yeah the, hmm. but but do you need to know all at once or can you you know there's still several months before launch like did you need that info all up front or can you wait a month at a time and that was you know, I, it's, I don't know if we talked about it last week but like um. Game journalism, I am officially, I was very wrong 15 years ago, whether game journalism is a thing that should or could exist. Of course it can. Uh, tell you who who's responding poorly to crunch and um, sexual... Investigative game right. journalism. Like, I mean, but, yeah. but also, like, it's not in the public interest to know whether Blanca is out this week. That That's not in the Isn't public it? interest. Mm-hmm. Right, it does, right. Hmm. Yeah, it, it doesn't. That's not the same thing. And, no, and um, man, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, if, if you if you want to leak about yeah uh, conditions at a at a developer or whatever, like yeah, there's some public interest there. But like yeah, uh, knowing knowing what Blanca's new fucking special right. attack is, it's it's Look, not. If Blanca's out this week, I need to know so that I can bring in my fruit stand before he destroys it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> God, I knew very Mike. simple. That's in the public. I interest. knew Michael could make a good joke out of my terrible fucking yeah. point. But, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but for me, it's like I, I've, I sometimes tell people like one of the secrets, it's going to sound so sad and so nerdy. One of the secrets to me in life, at least to avoid like depression and stuff, have something to look forward right. to. Mm. Right. And versus just like if you, you spend enough time on the Internet, sure, you can kind of uncover and go through all that leaks and stuff like that. But. Why? Why do that to yourself? Have something to look forward to. Just fucking mm-hmm. wait. Like it'd be I, way more yeah, exciting. I think the, you know? the the Smash Brothers stuff in particular, because what was really funny from the moment that game came out and said we'll be doing um uh what would you call that uh uh we would we'll be announcing DLC characters from here on out uh, and different things. Sora was the one data mined and found immediately. And then it ended up being the last character. Yeah. And it didn't diminish any of us watching that shit and uh, learning who, who else it was. I was just in a Target the other day and like there's Minecraft Amiibos. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's such a cool thing yeah. that exists. Yeah. Yeah. Minecraft Amiibos. All um, right. So new question of the week. Mm. Who's your favorite X-Man? Because we made this all about Wolverine, so let's make the question of the week about yeah. X-Men. Bring it back I mean, around to comics, why not? Uh, my favorite uh, is probably Kitty Pride, Shadow Cat, because... Uh, she might be the most powerful of all the X-Men. You think? I don't know. Well, other than Scarlet Witch, yes. My, my comics fandom took kind of weird trajectory. I never really got into any Marvel comics as a kid, except for one called Excalibur that I happened to Whoa! stumble across in a, like a Walden books and then started yeah, I reading religiously. Too. I loved Excalibur. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Kitty Pride, like, so it was, it was her, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler Captain, Captain Britain, Britain. Uh, Megan, who's like a shapeshifter and, 
uh, Rachel Summers Phoenix, who's like an alternate future version of uh, Cyclops and Jean Grey's daughter. And uh, I I thought like it was really funny. It was really cool. It jumped around into different dimensions that were inspired by other non-Marvel comic books like Dirty Pear and Judge Dredd. And uh, yeah, I absolutely love that. But Kitty Pride was like, you know, the beating heart of that, that series in that team. Mm. And uh, so what if her only power is that she can basically turn into a living ghost and uh, turn other things yeah. temporarily into living ghosts by touching them? That was pretty but cool. She could reach into your brain and figure out what you're feeling. Can she do that? I, I don't know if yeah. she could do that at the time. But uh, well, yes, that evolved. Yeah. Right. I haven't, um, haven't really caught it. Like, the last time I caught up on that series was, like, I think in the mid-2000s, like, oh, Juggernaut's on the team now and he's a good guy? Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> You didn't hear me? No Every one time said we Juggernaut, Juggernaut earlier. This, this whole show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I laughed. Um, um, <laughs> I was already in the comics when I, before I went to summer camp. Uh, but that was mostly like Batman, Superman, Fantastic yep. Four, and Spider-Man. And it may have been 1991, and the only thing anybody could talk about were the biggest characters at the time Marvel had, which were uh, Wolverine and Punisher. Hmm. Oh, and, gosh. Yeah. And it's not it's not that Punisher isn't interesting that, during that period. And that like, I wasn't just talking to, like, fucking libertarian fucking... Uh, take my guns up, uh, but, but, but like they were defying what we thought heroes were. Sure. And, but what made Wolverine separate was that he loved things. Hmm. Wolverine loved Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Wolverine loved a uh, certain aspect of Canada. Whereas Frank Castle had nothing, nothing that he loved. Frank Castle's Max Payne. He is a yeah, broken, right. broken man. He's a broken, broken guy, and, and and Marvel consistently gave Wolverine things to love, and still does. By the way, like uh, when he ever he's resurrected, like uh, Wolverine and the X Men is one of my favorite X Men things. Of where everybody's dead, and Wolverine has to has to be the headmaster. He has to be the Professor X. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's awesome. It's awesome because Wolverine loves things despite being a rage-filled, awful person. Yeah, he's a terrible role model, and that's, that's yeah, right. the irony of that situation. But it's interesting that, like, you know, the, the Punisher team-up also made me think about, like, he's, like, one of the rare Marvel character that can fit into all these different milieus. On the one hand, yeah. like, yes, he's extremely violent. He fits into the Punisher's world very well, but mm-hmm. he's he can also be kid-friendly, he can he can be like you know teens and kids uh, can follow this character in I mean, X Men cartoon whatever might kill less kids than Wolverine hmm. because that's I don't that's think his coda. Frank Castle kills any kids right like but but Wolverine might hmm. like if you see him slaughter through fucking the brood or the through through aliens but I hmm. what was the question I'm sorry favorite X Men so you, were, oh, oh, you're oh, saying oh, sorry Wolverine. Wolverine has always been my favorite um, yeah. X Men, all that stuff, and um, the the nineties Wolverine cartoon defined what I thought the team was because it was when I was reading the comics when that was coming out, and so whenever I open it up and like, where's Jubilee? Where's Gambit? 
Yes. And, and I never thought of them being as like '90s characters, but oh, yeah. very they much are. Gambit had like pink armor. There's like nothing more '90s than that. It's funny you, you know. mentioned Gambit because that is so. Wolverine's my number one, but Chris already said it. And I, to me, that's like kind of everyone's probably number one. But Gambit is one of my first. So after Wolverine, like because I I came into X Men through that animated series, pretty much. Right. Like I knew X Men was a thing, but that's the thing that got me hooked. And like. I was so cheesy 90s. Like, I loved the fucking Cajun accent. I loved his backstory that he's like the king of thieves that's like mm. a reformed thieve. And like, yeah, his powers are cool too. Like, yeah, to, to uh, you know, charge inanimate objects and make that them That first bombs. episode, they showed you people could die. Yes. It was yeah. so weird to yeah. be watching that as a 10-year-old. But so, yeah, I, I was all in. Gambit, to me... I don't know. I don't read the comics anymore, but he definitely feels like the '90s were his prime, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I was all in on Gambit. And I now read, I look back, I, I, and it's I've read kind a of, lot of comics. Know. I Gambit has not been very well utilized for a long time. And, and like him and Psylocke, I would say, like mm. Psyl- they they, sure. they feel like very big products of the '90s. Psylocke can come back because she can. Yeah, Psylocke was went through a weird transformation in the '90s, where like before she's like she's a psychic who wears like a lot of flowing robes and shit, and then like no, now she's a badass ninja girl with uh, energy blades on her fists, yeah. and somebody should do the Olympic high dive with a red sash and ah. pretend they're Psylocke oh, yeah, the in a purple uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, and energy blades mm-hmm. to cut yes. through the water. Absolutely, break the break the surface tension. Uh, all right, so who's your favorite X-Man uh, or X-Woman, X-Person, whatever? Uh, go to videogameapocalypse.com, answer to the comments for episode 491. Alternately, you can visit us on the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer. Or ping us on Twitter at VGApocalypse, and we will read the answers on next week's show. Anyway, that's been our show. Uh, let's go out with some plugs. Once again, We Universe, Steve Guntley's show. Uh, go listen to it and uh, tell us again about the 80s thing, Chris. Huh? Oh, 80s in depth. We've been doing a bunch of uh, 80s in depth. Um, in depth or in Johnny Depp? I, yeah. Dude, I'm drunk. Don't ask me to pronounce this <laughs> It again. sounded like you are saying 80s in depth. Um, like, yeah, that's, that's like Netflix no, and tired. chill. I'm tired. a hurricane. Depth. I shouldn't even be doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh but 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 like uh, the idea of uh, forty years ago, ev- the template building blocks for every genre film you've ever liked was built there, and we've been covering all those movies like Blade Runner and um, uh, E.T. and Last Unicorn uh, and Conan the Barbarian, and this week's Laser Time is all about like how the summer of '82 changed the landscape of film. It did. Blade Runner, uh, Rocky 3, Friday the 13th Part 3, uh, Halloween 3. Uh, <laughs> a lot of threes in 82. Mm-hmm. Halloween 3, um, uh, a re-release of Star Wars, a re-release of... Uh, uh, it, was, it was fucking nuts, man. It's, it's E.T. It's, it's, it's everything that like ended up informing the last 40 years of film. All right. Cool. So that's on, that's on Patreon? No, 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 no. Well, 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 we have individual episodes talking about each individual movie. This week on Laser Time is all about like what that looked like because the summer of eighty there there's no bigger box office than the summer of nineteen eighty two, 
And every bomb is like Blade Runner in the thing. Unbelievable classics. <laughs> Where can people find it? Laser time. And then okay. patreon.com slash laser time. You can dig into in every individual movie um, that we're talking about. Okay. Why are you so confused by this? You're on this, Michael. I'm not on it. You are. You are on the Conan one. I was not. Oh, this is just we've been through this. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, Matt. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> There's also a lot more fucking awesome content at uh, patreon.com slash laser time. We have a bunch of movie commentaries of which I've only participated in a few. So if you, if you don't like me, you can avoid me and there's plenty of Matt and I make point break references every other day. Fuck. Yes. Um, What is is the quote you always get wrong? uh, I think you mean, right. (laughs) Uh, I can taste it like ass in my mouth. You want to fuck me over and it feels like ass in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. David and I, Dave, Red and I looked at each other. We're like, it is the most. Acid. It is the most embarrassed Dave has ever <laughs> been for me, and I don't know why that that. It's so good because like Dave and I have never been on quite the same wavelength. We look at each other like, and this is remote. We're not in the same room, and we're like, mm. he says acid in his mouth. And you're like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And you immediately he doesn't. I still you were dying on the hill. Absolutely. Ass in your mouth. Like, what would be, what, what would you, I would rather taste acid than ass. Even though I eat ass all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, as always, you can visit us online at videogameapocalypse.com. Follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse. Follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas. That's W I K I P A R A Z. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Supposed to have a fuck session, and I'm not built for that. Fuck Come session. on, like, fuck <laughs> <session>. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> there's a podcast title, fuck sesh.